0: Luke Skywalker has returned to his home planet of Tatooine in an attempt to rescue his friend Han Solo from the clutches of the vile gangster Jabba the Hutt. Little does Luke know
1: that the Galactic Empire has secretly begun construction on a new armored space station even more powerful than the first dreaded Death Star. When completed, this ultimate
0: weapon will spell certain doom for the small band of rebels struggling to restore freedom to the galaxy.
2: Hey all you gals and guys, Grayson Parker Marcotte of the Sleeping Giant Podcast here and I got something for y'all that's been a long time coming. In this Star Wars episode, I'm joined by Adrian and Frank of Emerald City Comics. These cool cats are joining me from the comic shop itself, just up the street from where my ass is currently set, and we're going to be talking episode 6, Return of the Jedi. Y'all get comfy. We are about to begin. Frank, Adrian, are you there, sirs? We are here. How's it going? <laughs> it is going, now that we finally got things together and presumably rolling onward. Yes, so, yeah, we'll, we'll be talking uh, Star Wars, Episode 6, The Return of the Jedi, and I can't stress how glad I am to finally be doing this with uh, with both of you guys. It seems like we've been talking about it for, for quite some time.
0: Uh, it has been, for like, sure.
2: Like at least a year, probably. <laughs> oh, like Jesus. That. Well, you know, better late than never is uh, usually a pretty, pretty good rule to, uh, to apply to one's life. Especially when you're a lazy fuck like me. <laughs> Same. Aren't we all? Especially yeah. nowadays. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're definitely going to get into that. Uh, so are you, guys, you guys are currently at the, uh, at the shop, Emerald City.
0: We are. On location. Yeah, that's the, awesome.
2: From the back room. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, for those of you who are not aware, Emerald City Comics is my local comic shop because Frank and Adrian just treat me so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They know what I like. Only the best for our buddy. So let me ask you guys, how have things changed for you uh, during this whole
0: covid 19 coronavirus thing uh for me personally uh not that that much honestly um well, we stayed working uh, pretty much throughout uh or i did uh we did uh when we shut down we had uh we were working on shipping uh shipping you know online orders things like that uh, so there's always work to do um mm-hmm. and i kind of always isolate myself anyway. You know what I mean? So <laughs> Yes,
2: I do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, like, spending a lot of time playing video games and uh, eating fast food, you know, that I, I've, I've been had been doing that. You know what I mean? Uh, I didn't even need a quarantine to allow myself to do that. So, uh, not, not really a whole lot. Um, it kind of bums me out that, like, you can't, I don't know, movie theaters and, um, uh, you know, live music, that type of stuff yeah. um, has been uh gone for my life so that that's kind of a bummer but other than that nah, not 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 too too different really yeah for me it's
1: this is life is normal <laughs> i don't have any excuse to leave the house so i'm i'm fine with that i can stay in <laughs> uh as far as like the actual work stuff it's just it's actually been kind of better just because everyone mm-hmm. is stuck inside so might as well
0: come buy some comics and board games to actually stay inside and yeah. not leave yeah all we sell is quarantine supplies you know if you're gonna be stuck in the house you know games toys books we got it all hell yeah you do yeah it's, it's funny Shameless. to me
2: how you know there was the quarantine the lockdown shelter in place uh mm-hmm. don't go out if you don't have to and it, it's it's so funny to me looking at this and sort of seeing everybody that's having a hard time with this they're there are more people i think that that don't live that way than right. than i realized i assumed that you know like most of us probably do that the way the way that we live is very similar to how others live and i'm like nope don't go anywhere don't really do a whole lot of anything don't see very many people so i'm good i'm good in fact i see the two of you more than i do my own family so that's <laughs> You know, there's that to As consider. it should be. As <laughs> we, it should we be. We are your family now. <laughs> You're all my children. Yes. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, The uh, I, I'm, I'm very pleased that you guys are still open. I'm very pleased that you guys are still working. I'm still working. It's I'm, I'm feeling very fortunate about that. I did kind of have a, a, a come-to-Jesus moment, as it were. Uh, I couldn't think of a better expression. You'll have to excuse me. I went to Hot Topic to try and get the uh, the exclusive SDCC shared Nightcrawler. And that, that was oh, a debacle. That.
1: But Lucky number 10.
2: I, yeah, right. I realized while I was there, I was like, holy shit, this is like fucking plastic. And I'm dying in this mask. Um, mm. And what, what am I even fucking doing here? <laughs> it was kind of, like, <laughs> it was kind of a, a, a wake-up call as far as, you know, how we prioritize some things. And I was like, yeah, when you say... Um, you know, don't leave your house unless you have to. I mean, it goes without saying that picking up comics is one thing, but standing in line for a, a Funko Pop, that that was a little silly, and I don't plan on replicating that anytime soon. So, Star Wars. How do we feel about that, gentlemen? Ooh, I love it. so.
0: Yeah, like, I, lo- I love Star Wars. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely shaped at least a part of who I am. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I mean, it always existed. Uh as far as I was concerned, you know, uh, when I was born, it was already a thing, and mm-hmm. so in my life, it's always always existed, and uh, yeah, made me the man I am today now. <laughs> no
2: doubt,
0: uh, yeah, but I mean, at least a little part, you know. Um, uh, gosh, I saw, I've seen the original, you know, the the seventies and eighties trilogy, um, so many times. Uh, yes. So I don't think I. I think it, it couldn't help but shape me in some some way, you know. So, with
1: Absolutely. me growing
0: up, it was always
1: I grew up like right when the prequels came out. I'm a prequel mm. baby. Mm. Mm-hmm. So I grew up with those, and that was my shaping of Star Wars. And <laughs> I'm sorry, some people no, will say no, it's no, not no, the no, best no. shaping, but <laughs> as I got older and like understood it more, I went back and watched everything, and just realized how amazing all of it was, and how the connections with the old and new were, mm-hmm. and then the Disney. Yeah, the uh, Disney era I'm a big <laughs> Disney person, so when I he saw all that I was like, okay,
0: I'm on board Yeah, he's a disney For sure uh, That's
2: fine, we yeah, love Disney yeah, in this yeah. house
0: <laughs> Yeah, same, I, I love it too um, And I love the prequels, honestly I, I, I mean, there's a lot of problems with them But there's a lot of problems with all the movies But, um, you know, when you cut through Sort of the the nonsense um, At the at its core, the, the story is just uh, Oh, yeah It's epic. It really is. Yeah,
2: Absolutely. I I did the uh, episodes one, two, and three already, and anybody that listens to the podcast, anyone that knows me or anyone that talks to me for the first time and allows me to speak for more than five minutes is going to know how I feel about the prequels. Uh, However, when I did them or when I watched them for the show and these Star Wars episodes... I went into it and I said, "All right, look, we're we're going to be as positive as we can." So when I said, "All right, let's not let's not be a dick about this," and then watch it and allow myself to have fun, it, it was a, it was a different experience. So I'm I'm glad that that I did that, and I found too that speaking of uh, your trilogy or or the prequel trilogy, the original trilogy. The uh, the Disney sequel trilogy. Everybody kind of has their own trilogy, depending on what you grow up, what you grew up with. Would you say that that, that seems to be accurate?
0: All yeah, right yeah, that definitely makes sense for sure.
2: And, and I'm wondering though, how much we attach, uh, how much importance we attach to to those films, depending on how we. Uh, how we perceived them growing up, or, or as as you said, Frank, you know, they were always there. And that's the, the way it was for me, too. I never knew anything different um, hmm. until about, what was it, 1995? There was that big Kenner uh, resurgence with the Power of the Force two, and then oh, yeah. Shadows of the Empire. Right. Um, and then oh man it's kind of funny speaking of now uh, there was a big announcement earlier about disney's release schedule for for new star wars films and everybody's kind of flipping out because they have to wait until 2023 for a new star wars film and i'm sitting here thinking to myself like you have no idea (laughs) (laughs) you don't know what waiting is i was born waiting
0: (laughs) I've been waiting my whole life. Well, and it's funny that you mentioned the toys, because that, that had a huge impact uh, on my perception of it as a kid, at least, uh, for the uh, you know the original mm-hmm. uh, episodes, and um, my, one of my older cousins, he's probably like 15 years older than me, he had all of the, you know, original toys and, and the, the sets and all that stuff, and his parents, my aunt and uncle, they kept all that stuff, so... When I would go over to their house, you know, I'd be playing with all the, you know, Empire Strikes Back toys and all that stuff. And, um, you know, from a kid's like mind or perception or whatever, um, it's it's totally different, you know, as uh, than from an adult, you know. And uh, I don't know, it, it definitely, playing with the toys almost, I wouldn't say more, but, but on the same, same level, it kind of shaped my um, perception of Star Wars and what... I expected from it or how yeah. I perceived it or whatever. Um, and that yeah, was, it's, uh, it was good times, definitely.
2: It, it is a shaping influence. It's an extremely strong shaping influence. And, and me, I, I'm i still surprised today when I meet somebody that's my age or older, and they're like, oh, I've never seen that. And I'm just like, well, how, do, how wow. are you alive <laughs> on this planet and not? Uh, yeah, <laughs> You've never <laughs> seen Star Wars. I mean, you can have seen it and not liked it. And you know, right. I can I can go with that, but to have right. never seen it. Right. That is uh right. that's weird. You mentioned
1: man. uh you mentioned Shadows of the Empire and it just hit me that my first experience with Star Wars was not <laughs> the prequels. It was the N sixty four Shadows of the Empire game.
2: Oh yes. <laughs> wow man. <laughs> that was so good. I that was you know, I haven't gone back and played it since since I say since I became an adult. I don't know when that happened i don't know if that happened uh have either of you gone back and and experienced that
1: yes because i still have my n64 cartridge of it
2: (laughs) is it good is it still good
1: it it, it holds up so well and there's just so many memorable scenes that you're like oh cool i'm on a speeder bike in tatooine and Mm. i'm fighting
2: ig88 in a dumpster i remember Mm. that being ridiculously (laughs) hard dash rendar yeah man right Oh so the gosh. first time I got to pilot a snowspeeder was in Shadows mm-hmm. of the Empire, oh, I think.
1: Man. <laughs> that that game.
2: Return of the Jedi is the film that we'll be discussing this evening. What, yeah. what is your relationship, guys, to this film? Where does it fall on, on the ranking of Star Wars films with you all?
0: Personally, I, I hadn't watched it in a while. Um, probably... <laughs> Shortly after Rogue One, I went back and I just I watched all the movies in chronological order mm-hmm. as they were, um, uh, as, as they existed or whatever. And uh, that was awesome. And that was probably my, my last time watching Return of the Jedi uh, before recently. Uh, when I knew I was going to be uh, doing this, I, I went back and watched it a couple times. And it definitely was more from a more analytical perspective. And yeah. um, as a kid, I loved it. Um there were so many crucial scenes and of course it's the final one of the trilogy, so you see this, you know, stunning conclusion to this epic saga and um I I definitely didn't mind the Ewoks as a kid, you know, so much, I guess, <laughs> as I do now as an adult. Um and there there were certain scenes that I remembered or, or certain like portions of the movie mm-hmm. that I, I just remember loving and watching it recently kind of you know just like thinking what in the hell were they thinking like what what exactly you know like the the jabba's palace thing i always loved um mm-hmm. and i still love i don't get me wrong i still love it um but man uh it's sort of like all over the place in terms of like well what was luke's plan going into this you know what i mean like right was there a plan? Because he's really implying that there was a plan, <laughs> that there was a master plan, but man. Was getting caught whole, part of your plan? Right. Like, did a, there was a thousand things that had to have happened to culminate in that final, you know, where he gets the lightsaber and everything. And, uh, you know, it was kind of like, okay, I don't know what <laughs> happened filmmaking-wise, but... Um, uh, I still love the movie. It was still, still great. Return of the Jedi probably is on the lower end of my list in terms of if I had to rank uh, my favorite Star Wars movies um, uh, today, it would definitely be on the lower end, uh, sadly, um, for, for a lot of reasons. And it, it sucks to say because there's so many really good scenes. Um, there's so many really good parts. And my God, the practical effects in this movie are unbelievable. They still hold up to this day. I mean... I mean, they built a Sarlacc pit. Yeah. That was real. That that was a yeah. thing. That that was there. You know. Um, and uh, you know, I won't even mention any of the special edition uh, CG stuff that they added. Um,
2: you know, that is totally fine because that is not <laughs> the version that I watched last night. So we're oh, good, good for you, good for you.
0: Yeah, I watched, I I watched it a couple times, and I watched it on the Disney Plus version, and of course, you know, they have all of the uh, the extra um, nonsense. Uh, uh, which actually, you know, what, I, I will say that um, the one thing that I'll appreciate is at the very end when they show all of the different par- portions of the galaxy sort of celebrating. Um, I thought that that made sense because um, you know, in the original, they kind of only show Endor, which you know, whatever. Um, but it's like you just you got guys, you just ended the Empire. You know what I mean? Well,
2: that news spread
0: a- really quick in, in that event, but it does. Yeah, well, does make know, a lot of sense. You know it's space, right? So they, I'm sure they've got some kind of uh, Wi-Fi situation. Oh yeah, uh, absolutely. Instant, I mean, yeah, know. they have
2: sublight travel for God's sake. Totally,
0: totally, totally. You know, it's more than just a barbecue on Endor. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, that that part I appreciated, but but everything else, you know, it's it's. Uh, uh. <laughs> what about you, Adrian?
1: For me, I'm fresh off of a watch. Like I finished the movie uh, credits uh, roll. And then I drove over here to film or record, like so. I'm it's fresh in my mind, and oh man, it's I love that movie. Like growing up, because I did watch the prequels first and not not the originals. I was like, okay, the prequels are good, and then I got to the originals. I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. Wait,
0: so you watched the prequels before you even saw yes. like a New
1: Hope? Because I went and saw the prequels at a young oh age my in God, theaters, God, not dude. knowing my parents were big stars fans. So they were like, okay, yeah, well we'll get to the other ones eventually and i'm like okay whatever i don't know what's going on but so watching it for the first time leading up to the end i was like oh my goodness this is gonna be so cool like knowing the it kind of defeated the whole twist in empire yeah yeah, i was like i already know he's your father right but uh yeah just having that awesome conclusion to like I kind of my childhood because the prequels were my childhood. So mm-hmm. having the conclusion to the childhood was amazing. Not hmm. thinking there were going to be oh, there's going to be three more movies after this. Right. Knowing that as the definitive end, I'm like that's an amazing ending. I loved it.
2: That's really that's cool. cool. I I almost envy you that experience. I can't imagine mm-hmm. what that would have been like.
1: Yeah,
2: it was great. It's great. I, love it. <laughs> <laughs> I I I will say that that watching this this time for the purpose of the show. Um, I, I think that Return of the Jedi had always been my second favorite of the original trilogy. So for me, it was Empire, Return of the Jedi, and then uh, A New Hope. But having watched it this time, I, I, I definitely <laughs> feel where you're coming from, Frank, because, I, I mean, it I was like seeing <laughs> a completely different film. I was like, okay, mind was blown by Tatooine. I mean, as you said, the scene in Jabba's palace—the whole thing, uh, Jabba's palace—when, when, when uh, the moment that three PO walks up to the door and, and taps on it, and the you know the eyeball droid comes out—you know—I mean that was crazy as shit. And then the door mm-hmm. opens; you see the the Be- the Be- Omar monk, the the spider with the brain in the jar, <laughs> right? Gamorian right. guards, and then you get into ja- you know, his court and uh, or throne room. And it's like everything that you thought was awesome about the cantina, it's like, well, let's just crank that shit up to 11. <laughs> and then, <laughs> and it's, it's mind-blowing, all the stuff that's in there. So many things. Uh, this time, in fact, I noticed that Dengar was actually in uh, Jabba's, Jabba's throne room. Uh, you could see him when the, when the trap door opens, I think, and Ula falls down. And I was like, holy shit, it's Dengar. I never even realized that he was in there.
0: Wait, so uh, remind me, Dengar is—is that the guy with like the weird like eyes? Like the—he's the
2: bounty hunter in on on the bridge of. uh, No, that's Bosk. Dengar is the guy in the bandages.
1: Cloth on his head, yeah. Cloth.
0: Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> yeah.
2: So, okay. I mean, that's the first time I ever noticed that, and I'm sure that some nerd out there is going to be like, "Obviously, you're not. Yeah. You're not a Star Wars fan." Well, See, fuck I, you, you. know. I completely <laughs> missed
1: that scene because the second that CGI monstrosity started to sing,
2: I just
0: oh
1: click, click, click. Okay, we're done with that scene. God. Yeah. Man. Yeah. That's uh,
2: unfortunate. That is. <laughs> that's just unfortunate. We we spoke about that in the Empire Strikes Back episode about how some of the things that Lucas did were were pretty cool. You know, like you mentioned the celebrating the fall of, of Palpatine. Um, that right. was pretty cool. Some of the expanded shots of Bespin that we got in Empire, that was pretty cool. Uh, but some of the stuff that he decided to do totally fucked with the tone of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, an emotional tone was set. You you got a certain idea of what this place was all about, and yeah, the the musical number and and everybody just kind of being cool and happy and you know nonchalantly rolling their eyes in disgust when a a poor dancer was presumably dismembered and eaten alive. <laughs> you know, well, that's...
0: And, it, and that singing that that song dance number. I mean, it adds absolutely nothing to the 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 story or the movie and it does not hold up like no. the, there are certain CGI scenes in later Star Wars movies that look great but this one uh looks terrible and especially when surrounded by all the glorious practical effects yeah. and costumes that were in the original um in what was it 83 or something yeah um, yep. i mean i i really <laughs> i really can't say enough good things about the practical effects i'm a big practical effects guy as and man, they knocked it right out of the park uh, with Return of the Jedi. That's that's absolutely one of my favorite things. I mean, what well, they had like ten people controlling Jabba like simultaneously. Yeah. You know what I mean? Quite a
2: number. I uh, still think no, about that randomly yeah. throughout the day.
0: And, and I'm the same way. Uh, you know, I, I remember the palace scene just just I loving it. You know, and I still love it in a lot of ways. But man, it they just yeah, it's it's plot, pow- it's plot. powerful.
2: It it, it's powerful. It it sets, it sets an incredible tone, and it sticks with you. I mean, it's just it's very much its own world. Um, The stuff that they did in that movie, it, it was remarkable. I mean, it was so incredibly unique, and everything about it was so meticulously crafted, down to you know the costumes the 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 puppetry the the practical mm-hmm. effects they used there um you know the the balancing of john williams score i mean everything it just you're you're not going to forget it if you watched it growing up it's just something that you'll never forget um so those are the great things about return of the jedi <laughs> um kind of moving into it we and this was the issue and i hate to say issue because it sounds like i'm you know going to rip this movie in a new asshole and that's just not not the case. I love this film, but this time when I was watching it, you know, we, we start on Tatooine. Uh, we get a glimpse into into what this plan is to rescue Han from uh, from Jabba. Uh, R two and three PO show up, and uh, you know, you you get some familiar comedy right off the bat. Three PO clearly has no no confidence and fortitude whatsoever. Um, <laughs> So you get a you, you get a chuckle there, um, and then we see that the the plan is to basically <laughs> give these give these droids to Jabba, and I guess make him feel good um, or make him feel like he's gotten one over on Luke, mm-hmm. um, but before they even meet, which I mean that's not a bad idea, especially keeping three PO out of the loop. I'd say that that was probably a good call. Um, he would have fucked it up, you know, with, without a Suddenly. doubt. I'm sure.
0: Certainly. Yep.
2: Um, but yeah, so so they're there and that's when it all kind of kinda started falling apart for me because I was like, Well, what if Jabba was just like, Yeah, fuck these droids and make me him fight in the pit.
0: I mean like... Right. Right. <laughs> right. I mean he doesn't need droids. You know, right. know what I mean? Could he use them? Sure. But he's Jabba the Hutt. You know what I mean? They're not yeah. <laughs> they're not unique in any particular way. Um, as far as he's aware, you know
2: right i mean 3po is the protocol droid and Java did disintegrate the last one okay that's true so that's, that's true. cool uh, but
1: r2 r2 is like you know what you're just going to be a, a glorified serving tray right yeah right pretty much pretty and much. luckily
0: they didn't throw a restrictor bolt on r2 yeah. you know like they did c3po instantaneously right uh yeah because you know this it's just one of the many things that that had to happen, or even in Luke's plan to expect to the droid. Right.
1: Like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna make sure that you know droids right. can carry stuff inside of them. Oh, look, right. a lightsaber!
0: Right, right. <laughs> What's this doing here?
2: <laughs> I will give I'll give them the benefit of the doubt, though. That they they probably didn't you know throw this together last minute. I doubt that they were slapdash uh, when it when it came to the planning. And uh, actually, you know, I'll I'll offer a solution, Lando was there, and he had right. been there, presumably. so i will I will hazard that if it went south with the droids, Lando probably could have gotten them out or gotten himself out, and then they would regroup. maybe. okay, who knows?
0: Yeah. yeah, 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 I'll, I'll definitely accept that for sure because they didn't know. I mean, Lando stayed in, you know, in you know in his uh, sort of spy mode. Mm -hmm. up until luke got that lightsaber you know so nobody was suspecting lando no matter what uh so yeah i'll accept that (laughs) but then leia comes in with chewie
1: (laughs) yes and he's like hey i captured
0: this big old wookie for you well right so 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 he sends the droid luke sends the droids in right and I, I, i honestly at first like i was thinking okay there's this whole rebellion going on the the empire just happened the rebels got their asses handed to them but we're spending a lot of time just rescuing Han and Mm -hmm. I get that Han is their friend and everything, but you know, in a wartime sort of situation, it's like, okay, but it's one dude. And how much is he really going to add to this uh, overall thing? Okay. But, but that's fine. Like I'll get past that because you know, Han, Han, yeah. Han saved Luke uh, on Mm. Hoth, right? Like without a question. So I get it. I'm with you. Okay. So he sends the droids in that doesn't work. Uh, Cause you know he's like no you know what No deal I'm keeping the droids anyway Jabba's like screw it you know uh, So then he sends Leia in With Chewbacca uh, Which I don't know I mean I guess Leia was really selling the character With the whole like no it's gonna be 50,000 by the way I yeah. have a thermal Grenade like <laughs> did you need To do all that I don't know <laughs> I don't know you know maybe she's selling yeah. The character I- I'm with you on that I guess You know and that Lando's was, that there. That was the
2: way I understood. That was the way I understood it. It was all about
0: presentation. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> right. Um, and then, uh, uh, but then Luke shows up eventually after leg like, gets caught in the middle <laughs> right, of the night, right, which right. they're all
1: behind like a curtain. Like, ha ha, we yeah, knew. Yeah, like
0: like we were awake the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> we were, and, we well, knew you were gonna that do this. That makes me wonder how
2: how long they knew. You know what I mean? Like, I, sure. I, I just wonder, like. As far as the story is concerned, in-universe, in how did they know, and how
0: long Well, did and they how, know? how easy is it to free somebody in Carbonite? I mean, the Empire did it, but you expect the Empire to have all kinds of technology. But, like, Jabba's like, oh, check this out. She's going she's gonna to unfreeze him, right? And this is—we mm-hmm. want her to do that, because then I'm going to have this whole gotcha moment, and that's going to be way worth more than having Han Solo in Carbonite for some reason, I guess.
1: I don't know. Uh, I would love to have like behind the, like a an alternate view of them behind the curtain. Like, oh, <laughs> here she goes. Guys, be okay. quiet. Yeah. It's like a surprise party <laughs> waiting to happen. Like,
0: she okay. bumped her head on that wind chime. I can't believe that happened. Bro. Okay, oh, John, but God. she didn't
1: laugh. Obviously. Like, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs>
2: I know that laugh. Yeah. Oh. And, and so I'm I'm still able to suspend my disbelief because <laughs> sure, sure, everything sure, sure. looks so cool. Uh, the story beats are are rolling at a decent clip. Um, so, you know, and, and that's the thing is that a lot of us these days, especially uh, because apparently we don't have anything better to fucking do is suspend our disbelief. We seem to have a real issue when we're watching, uh, a space fantasy, um, (laughs) (laughs) suspending our disbelief. So, um, and, but there's a fine line there. I think I really do think there's a fine line between, uh, something being just blatantly illogical that no Mm -hmm. actual human being would do uh, or, or say or think. And then, you know, just fudging some things for the purpose of, of moving a story along. And that's where the, you know, that's where the magic happens, as it were, mm-hmm. uh, when, when you are creating something like that. You, know, you, you do have to toe that line. So should people be called out for some things? Absolutely. But other times right. when it's some asshole on the internet, or in this case, millions of assholes on the internet, you know, <laughs> shut the fuck up. You know, it's like, did, right. did, did you pay for it? Did you watch it? Did you enjoy it? We know you did right you know, right right sit down and definitely
0: and definitely as a kid i'm not thinking any of this stuff i am just like you know on the edge of my seat like oh my god oh yeah. no uh oh man <laughs> they, they, they freed han that's great oh no but jabba's there he's awake no you know yeah. i'm like i'm like you know with it 100 um but you know going through this last time and and logic within the universe that he's created you know mm-hmm. like I, i'm with that but like you said you know um when you think about okay, <laughs> so <laughs> did Luke map all this out? Like, is this part of his ultimate plan? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't think it was, but he's really implying like it was.
2: Yeah. Um, well, I mean, improvisation is probably a big part of, a sure. big part of it. And then there's trusting sure. the Force, which I'm I'm thinking that mm-hmm. he was pretty dedicated to. Yeah, uh, by that part of the movie, he was time.
1: definitely like the the. Because last Luke we got was whiny, I'm going right. to rush and fight Vader, to right. this
0: Luke who is like, this, Total this badass. Luke is wise and oh, yeah. like, calm, you know, for, for yeah. the most part, collected, you know, like Let's he talk does. about
2: that for a minute, actually. Um, what yeah. what are your thoughts of, of Luke coming into Jabba's palace? We need to talk about that, because right out of the gate, or in the gate, as it were, you get this silhouette it's uh it's luke he's all in black he's cloaked and at this point the only other figure in the film that looks remotely like that is the emperor and right um but it's followed up by luke choking those Gamorrean guards yes that's and it, that,
1: that scene is great because it, it looks like he just gives a little wave and then the one guard like he doesn't grasp at his neck he almost grasps at his chest and it looks like he's just like is he having a heart attack don't have to worry about this guy <laughs> he's not okay
2: <laughs> That's, no, <laughs> I think that's true. But at this point, we've associated that power with Vader. Right. So it we have like this really strange introduction to Luke. We don't necessarily know. Uh, assuming that we're watching this for the first time, or as an audience who's never seen this picture, we kind of have this assumption, or rather, uh, it, it's surprising. You know, because you're like, well, what has he been through? What has he learned? Like, where is he at, uh, right? As a character, when he's demonstrating these dark, dark side powers, or what Even we with assume, his, uh,
1: clothing choice, like, yeah, this is the first time all, he's black. In all
2: black,
0: all black, yeah, man, yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> which you know is usually associated with the baddie, or if not, not sure. the bad guy, then you know the outlaw figure, somebody who exists, uh, you know, outside of of uh, of the norm. Or, or polite society, as it were. Definitely not so a Yeah, it's an <laughs> right. interesting choice. It's an interesting <laughs> choice uh, in costume as well as as well as those actions. So that's the Luke that we get. So, uh, yeah. What do you think about that? I mean, what's the significance of of uh, well, I, the Luke in black?
0: Yeah, and I, I don't know that I really paid attention too much of his, as a, as a child the the force choke bit, but I definitely noticed that. Uh, these last couple of times watching it, um, because yeah, that's like the first thing he, you know, he strolls into the the palace, force chokes the two, the two guards and he he doesn't even force choke. he like, just kind of tosses it over to him. You know, it's not even like he's sustaining his hand up there. He's just kind of like, bam, bam. (laughs) And then they hit the wall and, um, it's like, Oh shit. Like Luke has some powers now (laughs) he did. He didn't even try, you know, he didn't even flinch at that and just boom, he's in, which also kind of <laughs> again, you know, I keep going back to this, but it's kinda of like, Okay, but you know, you got these powers, man. Like, did you need that much of a convoluted plan? <laughs> it's fine. Um But uh yeah, no, he 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 force chokes him, he just kinda of strolls in, he instantly what's the dude's name? Is it Bib Fortuna? Is that yeah. the, his yeah. assistant or whatever? Instantly, you know, uh Jedi mind tricks him, uh and just it strolls right on into to Jabba's palace. Jabba straight um,
1: catches him too. He's like, He's doing that mind trick. right
0: yeah that's the thing Jabba you know he's not you know he's he's pretty easy I mean he didn't become like this galactic warlord uh because he was dumb you know what I mean he's super smart super cunning um and uh no but but uh Luke just strolls on in and you know because the droids were sent that didn't work Leia was sent that that didn't work either uh so Luke shows up And uh, he is a total badass. In fact, he's a pretty much a badass throughout this whole movie, I will say. Um, Definitely the type of Jedi that I personally like, Uh, um, you know, just just fully confident in his abilities and um, not will not uh, not afraid to to kill some people. You know what I mean? Which he does (laughs) over and over again throughout this movie. Um, but, uh, you know, and then he gets to Jabba and Jabba's not, you know, he's not falling for it at all. And, you know, he doesn't have his lightsaber cause it's no. in, J- uh, R2, right. <laughs> he Which shot. he should have brought and just started swinging that thing like a bat, you know, like he does eventually, but no, he doesn't. And, uh, he's trying to convince J- uh, Jabba and he, you could easily say, okay, you know, he's, he's Jedi, you know, he's trying to do this without killing people, trying to be uh, diplomatic and everything. <clears throat> But then, when, when it doesn't look like it's going for him, he force pulls the the guard's gun and I guess is going to shoot Jabba in the face or something? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, wait, was that your plan? Was that the initial plan? Was, was to steal a gun from somebody and then just, just cold-blooded murder Jabba uh, to get your friends back? I'm cool with that, but, you know, wow, Luke. Like, that's <laughs> yeah. that's not very Jedi of you. Um, but, uh, you know, that, that, that it's that type of stuff that, that sort of like makes me think like, okay, what was his plan? Like, right. did he plan that or right. was that improvised? You know, like he, I don't know.
2: And if so, who was going to keep people from shooting you after,
3: <laughs> <Right>. after
0: <laughs> like, after like you could have easily just had your lightsaber and just yeah. started, you know, taking heads off, but uh, it's fine. It's fine. Cause then we get that sweet, sweet Rancor scene. Which, yes. Um my I'm god. Sure
2: that could not have been part of his plan. No, no way. Sure. No way,
0: right? Okay, so then they're going to subdue me and then I'm going to drop in the rancor pit. Yeah, no 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 way. Um but yeah. man, I'm so thankful that 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 happened because uh to this day the rancor, I mean, it holds up so well. Yes. The, the it animation. Really does. Was was it like st- motion the rancor or was it a puppet that they
2: i i think it was a combination um and don't quote me on that uh but but i believe that it was uh Mm -hmm. primarily a model against a blue screen yeah watching that's fantastic watching this back i actually
1: because i just i got to that part and as i was watching i'm like okay did they see like did they fix this up for the special stuff and i like pulled it up i'm like okay it's puppet animation that is amazing
0: it's incredible it's incredible it it looks (laughs) infinitely better than the cg dance number that they threw in there for absolutely no reason um the the rancor i mean was just just amazing uh and luke you can see it in his face he's been calm and collected he's had his his shit together uh until he sees that rancor you know and he grabs the giant bone and he is freaking out a little bit he's definitely freaking out a little bit he's like ah shit (laughs) it's interesting because this is still like the uh this isn't full jedi luke
1: like it, he's still mm-hmm. got a little bit of hint of his right. younger naive self and yeah. he even he even mentions that, i think to like yoda at some point where yoda's like you're still not a
0: jedi yet and he's like i know but i'm trying <laughs> right right stuff like that right yeah you no, know, there, it's, there's it's... a part where he he yeah because he's like i don't know what he says but but yoda's like no 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 you have to face Vader. Only then you, can you be a Jedi. And you can see—I don't know if he rolls his eyes, but Luke's like, <laughs> "God damn it! Are you serious? Like again? I lost one more." <laughs> so I have to face him to be a, je- a Jedi. That's bullshit. We'll get—we'll
2: get, we'll get to that. I—I I, I do have—I have, uh, have got—I've got some notes on that part, and uh, we can—we can discuss it because I think there is a lot to unpack there. Well, maybe not a lot, but definitely, there's definitely some—some some meat on that bone that we can chew on. Um, sure, 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 sure. Speaking of fucking rancor, uh, the rancor, yes.
0: So I want to
2: ask you, Adrian. Like you said that you watched the prequels first, and there. then you, and then you watched the original trilogy. So what was your impression of of Luke having seen what we're led to believe were the Jedi kind of in their their prime or their heyday? Which I guess at this point now might not even be true, but that's a conversation right. for another day. Um, seeing the Jedi as they were on Coruscant, the Jedi Council, the Temple, etc., and then seeing Luke's representation of a Jedi—it
1: was definitely it. It was really cool to go into it like that because I I know that I have a different experience than the people who watched it then, not knowing about this entire like Jedi like uh, Clone Wars and all that. Um, but it, it is cool to to see him not know not know much about the jedi other than what obi-wan has told him and just kind of going mm-hmm. into it with this blind faith of okay my father was and uh, i guess i have to be and him kind of like learning throughout the movie what an actual jedi is and what it means to be one yeah so it, it's cool to see like million of jedis down to just one hmm. kind yeah. of the, knowing the stories of the jedis and how Obi-Wan like tells some of the different stories and I'm like, ah, you
3: left some stuff out there, buddy.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, you know, just, uh, it's all, it all depends on, on your point of view, of course. Um, (laughs) but yeah, so I, I think that that was really cool. Just, just seeing the, not that it was a facade (laughs) that Luke was putting on, but just to see his control sort of lapse just a bit, because I mean, dude, fuck that. (laughs) Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean and just I mean everything about it like if you put yourself in that in that scene, you know, I'm sure that it's got to smell just awful. Oh, you God, know, yeah. the the smell of death and decay and whatever rancor smells like, especially when he was being lifted up to his mouth. I'm sure there's like rotting mm-hmm. pieces of flesh and muscle the last and person. Yeah, exactly. So
0: but yeah, when Luke falls in, uh, that uh, the guard there's a there's a uh, innocent guard that falls in too, and and the first thing is the rancor just picks him up, eats him like it's nothing, crunches him up, you know, and uh, so at least Luke has like a perspective, like a frame of reference where it's like, oh shit, okay, yeah, so, this yeah, is this what's am, gonna happen. Well, how am I gonna get out of this? And uh, you know, and uh, obviously you know he he gets out of it, and he's you know, he's got the shoves the bone in his mouth runs underneath uh, throws the rock at the door and catches him um you know crushing the rancor or whatever and uh the other thing that i i, I didn't maybe appreciate as a kid but as an adult it kind of <laughs> like it just sort of reminded me like you know after the rancor dies they have that like dude oh, that, the like poor guy, like the, the handler or whatever Aww. that yeah. like cries or whatever, whatever. <laughs> and it's like it just sort of reminds you like the rancor didn't want to be there you know what I mean? Like, right. it was just a, a tool, like a, a toy that the, that Jabba had, like, captured or someone sold it to him or something that, you know, it's like, dang, yeah. man, yeah, it's like a wild animal that, there it, it was nothing, no evil, you right. know, involved, you know, it's just it was just a, was just a, a pawn in, in Jabba's evil uh, sort of scheme or whatever. And uh, it's like, dang, man, you know what, That's, that is kind of sad, actually. <laughs> the poor Rancor, he's just trying to eat pig people and and go about his business, you know? Yeah, that, that always
2: bothered me when I was a kid. Um, and, and, you know, some of the things, it, it's hard in some ways to talk about these, about these films and stay completely objective because there was so much that transpired in what was the expanded universe. Right. Where a lot of these these holes were filled and these characters were fleshed out. Uh, like, two of my absolute favorite books from that time were, uh, tales from the Moss Eisley Cantina, and uh, tales from Jabba's Palace, and and in tales from Jabba's Palace, you you're introduced to that character. His name's like um, Melikki or something like that. Oh. and uh, there's this whole story about him and and how he had, uh, basically like raised this this rancor and like bonded with it. Dude, and, no uh, way. That's yeah, awesome. So yeah, and that came out. Oh. God, that those it has been a minute, uh, but it was back when Del Rey was publishing a lot of those books, and
0: uh, okay, so yeah, there was a while ago.
2: Yeah, I mean, it was it was definitely after the uh, the Zon trilogy with uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn and, and that whole thing.
3: Mm.
2: But yeah, I mean, Star Wars had really been <clears throat> fleshed out, so it's not completely accurate to say that we didn't get any Star Wars from uh, you know um, from from the end of of Return of the Jedi in 1983, because those books were effectively a continuation of, of the Star Wars universe. And, and for pretty much every fan that was, it was canon, you know I mean? And mm-hmm. because it was, it was, it was considered, uh, I think, unofficial canon, but canon nonetheless, because it was approved by Lucasfilm. And then in the Disney right. acquisition, they're like branded legends. So, you know, it's like, We'll keep selling this stuff to you, but it's not canon. Right, right. Um, but but if you guys ever get a chance to read those books, they are they're great. Um, I think the last time I read them was probably about ten years ago. I think I still have my copies somewhere, but they're just they're all like torn up and just beaten to death because I read those <laughs> things from cover to cover so many times. That's how books should be. Um, yeah. No, that if, sounds if,
0: great. And I haven't touched on any of the like expanded universe any of the comics or uh any of it like i'm i pretty much have just seen the, the movies and uh I, I mean i haven't even seen the clone wars animated oh, oh wow or like that I know, wow. I know i know i know it's I know. so, good. I, is so is over. good I know i <laughs> know <laughs> well and i've got disney plus now and it's on yeah right, i'm assuming right so um you know one of these days it's kind of interesting that
1: with everything going on right now in the actual comic stuff because this is like the second Star Wars series that Marvel has had their hand in and like that mm-hmm. is canon now. So this current comic series is dealing with uh, everyone's time in between Empire and Jedi.
2: Yeah. So, leading into Jedi. Leading into this. That's so cool. I'm
1: kind of hoping as this new comic goes uh, further on, because I, I think they've done it before, but I want to see the like the in-between story of like Luke making his lightsaber and yeah. like, getting, getting to that point. Yeah, well, I, we're we're gonna they've see done it that
2: before, right? We we're definitely gonna see it, um, but so here we are, and this this is what's crazy. Everybody is now captured, like everybody has been. Everybody has been accosted, captured, imprisoned, right. etc. cetera, um, and they've been sentenced to die in one of the most horrible ways that I could think of.
0: <laughs> well, and, and and kind of like, uselessly elaborate too you yeah. know like they, they they showed um when uh when c 3 PO was getting interviewed by the uh droid the other droid or whatever um you know they're showing the uh the, the droids getting like dismembered and like tortured yeah. and stuff like that so he's got ways to kill people on hand you know yeah. he, they don't they don't have to travel to you know what I mean? like, it's like no 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 we're gonna we're all gonna go Trust me, you guys are going to want to watch this, okay? <laughs> We're going to go to this little place called Sarlacc Pit, okay? It's going to be great, okay? Uh, needlessly elaborate, um, but, uh, I mean, I'm glad they did it. I'll be honest yeah, with you. I, but, I think um, it's
2: all about the spectacle. I mean, any sure. any excuse to day drink and kill people, like... <laughs> that's,
0: that's a dream, honestly, <laughs> right
2: Right, there, yeah. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> so, so it's actually not that bad a plan. Um, but again, I, I would urge you to read uh, "Tales from Jabba's Palace" because it kind of goes into the psychology. Yes, the psychology of the Sarlacc and what that's all about, and how oh. that would just be a fucking terrible way to meet your end. Right. Um, but uh, so that that's where we kind of we get our our resolution to this this scenario. It's where we get the ignition of that awesome fucking lightsaber and uh yeah. dude so cool. yes
0: yes so he yeah so he's on the plank and you know nods to lando and he's gives a little salute to uh, yes. uh r2 and you know shit's going down the the music's swelling and everything Boom. uh he does Boom. a little jump flip Boom. grabs the lightsaber and then <laughs> seriously like he's at Fenway just swinging yeah. the, the lightsaber like a bat, two-handed, just, like, hacking, hacking and slashing, which I love. I absolutely love. Uh, it's so satisfying. Um, finally, Luke is just unleashed upon these, these plebes, you know, at Jabba's <laughs> palace and um, uh, taking them all out. I, absolutely. I just I love the scene. Knock him into the Sarlacc pit. You know, great, 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 great stuff. feel like that kind of feeds into the
1: the darker luke with the last time we saw him he found out that this big bad evil guy is his father he lost his hand Mm -hmm. he Mm -hmm. lost his i guess best friend at the time like sure on his best friend sure 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 sure, sure. so he's been honing his skills he's got that anger that the empire (laughs) the emperor wants so the name's
0: luke Fucking Skywalker, okay? Skywalker, we're going to kill some motherfuckers. And I, it was great. I I, I loved it. Uh, I loved all of that. Obviously, you know, I don't think there's anybody in the world that's happy how the whole Boba Fett thing played out. But, no. um But uh, nonetheless, um, you know, and like I said, again, you know, they, they built that Sarlacc pit. That was a thing that people fell into. It's not yeah. CGI. It was not a miniature or anything like that. They built that with, you know, their uh, apparently full of brawn. snakes
2: and spiders, too. Really? Uh, that's, yeah, that's that's the story um, <laughs> that you'll hear about about that pit. Um, I think the gosh, what is this? The stunt man, uh, Dickie Beer, I think, who was was Boba Fett. Oh, the Before guy with that sick
1: th- 80s porn mustache. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if yeah. he had it at the time. Oh, man.
2: Um, there, there's but, a picture yeah. of
1: him without the helmet on in Jabba's Palace. He's got oh, yeah? this nice, thick mustaches <laughs> and thick rim glasses. Like, no, oh, no, no that's... UHF. It, it no, looks that's, like Weird Al. Yeah, that was like Al a
2: stand-in, in, I think, for the special editions. It oh, might have okay. been a stand-in <laughs> at one point in Jabba's Palace, just when they didn't need him to do anything. Uh, um, <laughs> but uh, but Dickie, Dickie Beer sure. was the... the yeah, beauty. it's amazing how many people actually play... All of these characters that we assume mm. are just one person, or maybe even two, at different right. times. Like Vader, I think is played like three by three people um, in uh, in Jedi. Like because a lot of the pickup shots that they did, they used somebody completely different, and uh-huh. I, I forget that gentleman's name. But uh, please hmm. forgive me. Um, I'm sure there's somebody out there that's correcting me right no. now. <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So apparently this. D- the the pit would collect, like, all of these nasties. <laughs> so it was literally a life-threatening scenario.
0: Oh, my God. But see, so that's-, that's awesome. That's mm. that's where practical effects come into <laughs> yeah. play. And, uh, yeah, because... Uh,
2: Risk your life. Make a great film. Yeah, fun.
0: exactly. Exactly. You're really selling <laughs> that fear, you know? That, Makes uh, a great story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You know, right. is if future, it's a green screen, you know it. there's no there's no bugs. You know there's no yeah, there's right. no fear. You know there's no <laughs> yeah.
2: You don't yeah. have to do anything other than exactly. like stretch the limits of your acting ability and your imagination to the max. Yeah, and, and you have and, to yeah, and yeah. let everyone that's watching you be very aware that that's what you're doing because it shows <laughs> it fucking shows. I don't care right. how good an actor you are. Um, so yeah, this the the rescue is extremely cool. Um, again, you, I, I honestly I don't know much trivia uh, as far as the making of this film is concerned, but I can say that I am very happy with uh, with the way that the saber worked out, and that it was supposed yeah. to be blue, right? Um, <laughs> because in Lucas's world, they would be red for the bad guys, blue for the good guys. And okay. I guess they had trouble seeing the saber um, against the the blue sky, so they changed Dang. the color for that reason. And it just was one of the happiest of accidents. And I'm so happy that they uh, that it worked out that way because it's so Same. iconic now as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, it was his own. It was his like. It was that was Luke's saber. You know, that was his own thing. It was very specific to him.
1: I remember seeing yeah. that saber for the first time, freaking out. Mm. Luke doesn't have a saber at this point. He lost his hand and right. saber. He's going in blind. He hasn't seen anything. He's found, and all of a sudden, you just see this thing flying through. You're like, holy shit. Oh, the my screen. God. Green, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
2: Man, that's so satisfying. So, at, at, at this point, Leia's pretty much been reduced to an object, which was very oh intentional. God. I know that people so bitch about that about now. That. <laughs> but... <laughs> I mean, but yeah, it's like, okay, guys, like, fuck. That's literally what Jabba was doing. Like, he was dehumanizing her and making her, like, a pet. Sure, Um, sure, absolutely. Which is,
0: it's sort of weird because, like, why would, um, I I don't know what species Jabba is, but why would he be attracted to a human female? I don't know. Why would any of them be? But, at the same time, so thankful for the slave Leia. (laughs) Uh, situation. Um, again, definitely shaping a culture. Yeah, uh, I'm not sorry. And, and no, 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 no. Super, super happy about that. Just wow. Uh, great, great addition to Return of the Jedi. One of my favorite parts. Um, uh, but again, you know, you know, her killing Jabba. <laughs> Was that part of Luke's plan? You know what I mean? Like, that had to happen. <laughs> yeah, just I think, an I
2: think that, yeah, Leia probably took, she seized the moment, as it
0: were. Sure, uh, sure. But, I mean, all you, know, fucking in front aggression of all, you know, in front of all of his colleagues, I mean, he's a big dude. I mean, obviously, he's, he's not very agile, but, yeah, you know, you're you going to have in- to
2: overpower I, I this that-
0: slug guy.
2: In that type of situation, none of those people are really your friends. They're all going to be loyal as long as, <laughs> you know, there's the threat of death that's in place. Sure. Um, sure, sure and sure. if you're being paid handsomely. But as soon as those things go out the door, when the shit hits the fan, fuck it, dude. Those guys she are also, out. Hit the uh, <laughs> you know? shutters to make it dark in there. Uh,
1: Not like pitch black so we can't see, but she does that thing where like the shutters shut and yeah. it's dark. Yeah. That's true. And that was that
2: was that whole moment is so disgusting to the oh, way yeah. that he dies with his gargling, wriggling, uh, spasming tongue, tail,
0: tongue coming out of the mouth. Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: So, so there's an interesting thing about this now too. The um, and, and I've touched on it in previous episodes, but this is Return of the Jedi, so we have to talk about it. Uh, again, I, you know, we, we live in a more enlightened time, which I'm extremely thankful for. Uh, at the same time, though, hearing people bitch and moan about objectifying Carrie Fisher in, in this particular instance, I'm kind of fucking over that. Um, sure. But we have this really interesting scenario now. Um, there was a book written by Claudia Gray. I think it was called Bloodline. And, uh, and in it, Leia is revered by these, uh, by these gangsters. I think that they are the, uh, the Nikto- um and i don't remember the character's name but uh he uh he says that they they call her or they refer to her as the hut slayer so oh. like culturally now slave leia is slowly being replaced by hut slayer which i think is a really interesting it's an interesting cultural observation for sure sure sure, sure um sure. Because it kind of it, it's empowering in that, you know, you take the slave out of it, which obviously has incredibly negative connotations. Right. Um, you, you take that out of it and then, you know, you you, you empower the situation. It's Hut Slayer land now. Which, you know, I, I I think maybe like if you try to force the point a little too much, that's when I start getting a little eh, fuck you. Um, right. yeah. but letting it unfold naturally <laughs> and just seeing what fans have done with it and because it wasn't like pushed down anyone's throat. It was just sort of like, we're doing this now and it caught on. So I think that's Mm -hmm. pretty neat. I think it's neat to, to see this thing change after, you know, 30 years.
0: Yeah. Honestly, I had never heard of that uh, prior to you saying it just now. Um, But that makes total sense. Um, You know, because Jabba again is like throughout the galaxy is known, you know, um, for his, you know, brutality and, and um uh it it sort of makes sense that that leia would be revered in that in that way um as the hot slayer because you know nobody you know he's super feared jabba is feared he's 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 known what he's capable of and what he expects and uh um you know it 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 definitely uh, doesn't feel like a forced sort of thing um no To try no. to try to make up for the fact that you know she was called Slave Leia for however many years or whatever in yeah in our culture yeah I, and um, I th-
2: yeah it's it's cool to see something happen like that naturally to uh to pro- to uh, to a property or franchise that that I've known for so long, and it's mm-hmm. kind of like a, it's kind of a, a fun sort of uh, societal litmus in a way because like. When when you present that to me, like my first reaction is, Oh, fuck you, it's slave Leia <laughs> <You know? laughs> Right, but, right. But like right. that's kind of indicative of of how <laughs> uh, people respond to change and, and I had to kind of check myself and be like, Well, am I doing that because I feel passionately about it or am I doing it because it's different from what I've been doing for so long? Yeah, that's it.
0: Okay. Well, and and let's be real here. I mean, you know, she started out as slave Leia. I mean, nobody told her to lay in that position with her hand on her hip, you know what <laughs> I mean? Like nobody's forcing her to do that. She's kind of chilling like that, which I'm again super appreciative of. But then when when the, you know, when the shit hits the fan, she's like, "Okay, here's my opportunity. Fuck this guy. Uh, you know, he he's done. I'm taking him out. I'm a princess." and uh i'm basically the leader of this rebellion like this is how i roll and um and uh yeah no Uh, choke the motherfucker yeah and honestly even hotter uh uh taking control like that like man just uh just a great addition to to the episode for sure Uh, now i feel like i
2: know you a little bit better
0: frank (laughs) good good because you do you should we're this, family uh, again. Yeah. This uh, again. This movie, this this trilogy, uh, definitely shaped myself as a as a man and uh, oh. as a human being <laughs> in general. <laughs> uh, yeah. We'll take over. It's
1: <laughs> <laughs> it is cool to see that she uh, even in the moment of like, I guess not. We vulnerability where she's mm-hmm. chained up and stuff that she still has her badassness that we saw in right the other movies of. Taking Hans Blaster, mm-hmm. shooting the, like, she's still a badass. Yes. Even, right. You right. can knock her down, but she's going to get up and choke you out. Right, right. Like,
0: she's going to survive. Yeah, it's cool For to see sure. that she
1: doesn't lose that. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. throughout the whole movie, there's mm-hmm. multiple moments of that. Like, hey, I'm still a badass, no matter whether you like it or not. Totally. Yeah, there's
2: even the reversal of, uh, <clears throat> you know, the infamous I love you, I know, that's played out in the yeah. later part of the movie where, you know, it's uh, it's Leia that kind of takes takes that position of power by, by saying that to Han, um, right. Which is pretty cool. I you know, and it's so funny because in this this world we live in now, where where uh, you've got like your your comics gate folks and all of that. Right. You know, they talk about how, uh, and I'm generalizing here, but they talk a lot about, especially like with Star Wars Adventures now and things like that, how uh, Disney is reframing Leia to be like more of a fighter and, uh, you know, like more of this aggressive female. And I'm just like, dude,
0: did you even watch the first <laughs> right. movie? <You> right. <laughs> like, yeah, like, did let's you get it even... straight. She was <laughs> always a badass for sure yeah. from day one.
2: Yeah, um, I mean, taking the blaster from Han... Basically, judging quickly that these two, Luke and Han, were inept and she was going to take over the situation. Like, that happened. That was 1977.
0: Well, in her first scene, I mean, as we find out throughout the, the rest of the movies, uh, the original movies and the prequels and the, and the sequels and everything, everybody is just completely afraid of Darth Vader. You know, yeah. there's a few people that kind of like take him for granted or whatever and, and, and don't really believe in the force or whatever. But for the, for the most part, everyone is terrified of Darth Vader. She is not. Yeah. You know what I mean? She for the, her first scene, she's just like, bro, look, we're not doing shit. OK, like relax. OK, I'm not scared of you. Nobody's scared of you. Fuck off. And uh and, and that was that was like her first. That was our first. You know, what I mean, like she, as far as I'm concerned, Princess Leia, total badass. Yes, from, no the get-go. from the very get go, from the very get go, yeah, and 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 it continues on throughout. So
2: yeah, I don't know what what these guys are about. I think I think they're just mad about a lot of stuff that uh, that I'm not going to get into. Maybe <laughs> sure. maybe some professional help would would benefit. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe a girlfriend who I I don't oh, know. Absolutely. I don't I don't want to be don't want to be mean. Don't want to be. But but wait. Alas, I'm projecting. Um, I'm assuming. <laughs> I'm assuming a lot about these people. So I'll just go ahead and stop that and say, just rewatch the movies before you propagate yeah, and put forward these asinine fucking notions. Right. Please and thank you. Uh, right. But anyway, so yeah, we get this awesome, like, sort of climax to this uh, to this rescue. Um, they blow up the skiffs and presumably Jabba's body and all that, splatter him mm-hmm. against the starlak, which that closes out like this act. That's the thing about this movie that I noticed. It 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 is comprised of three very solid acts. Totally. I can't say enough good stuff about each of those separate separate scenarios. So the thread, it, it seemed, for me anyway, it seems to work really well. Uh, up, up to the point where Luke says, I'll beat you back at the fleet. You know, Han says, thank you. Now I owe you one. So he's going to Dagobah. All this lines up. I'm, I'm 100% behind that. Mm-hmm. This is, unfortunately, though, the part where it, does, it doesn't fall apart for me a little bit, but I am just sort of like, hang on, wait. Um, because in the opening crawl, and you have to rely on the opening crawl to kind of give you an uh-huh. over arcing sense of, of the plot and what's going to happen in the movie. Um, and, and I will say that we've kind of glossed over the fact that we've, we've been weaving, uh, in and out of, of the Death Star and Vader and, uh, and the Emperor while all of this is taking place. So that sort of bookends the first act. Right. Um, but, uh, here it's just sort of like, oh shit, we just found out there's a the new Death Star, and fuck, like we all gotta like group up with hardly any time to plan this out at all, and mm-hmm. uh, and assault this motherfucker. So, and I went back as I was keeping notes for this, and I was like, okay, was that addressed in the opening crawl? So I went back and I reread it, and not really. I mean, it it Mm. says that the Death Star exists. It says something to the effect of unbeknownst to Luke or Luke is unaware that, you know, there's a new Death Star. And I was like, huh. So this is all like new information to these guys. Or at least the film would would lead you to believe that it's (laughs) new information. So it just seems weird that they would be in this scenario where uh you know from a storytelling point of view they're in this big heroic rescue scenario and then they're like oh shit now we got to do this and well
0: yeah and and that's what i was sort of talking about earlier when it was like okay there's a lot of shit going down and we're spending a lot of time grabbing one dude from java yeah. who for all intents and purposes it's not not in the safest place but you know he's not going anywhere you know he's gonna be <laughs> right. there for a while." Yeah, you know I mean, you could have technically maybe kind of let him chill for a little bit, but either way, um, you know, I guess I, I justify it by you know it's like, well, look, you saved me on Hoth, I'm gonna come get yeah. you. You know what I mean? I do owe you one. So, um, yeah. As as far as a lot the, of stuff going on, pacing, a lot of big though, stuff going on.
2: Yeah, it it seems irregular, and mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lot of stuff again that you could say was happening behind the scenes. Uh, because, you know, that's another thing that you get today is that people seem to get really bent out of shape when not everything is, is explained to you, or, you know, um, they get bent out of shape when the plot doesn't hold your hand through every step of the way. But again, it's, there's, it's a fine line. And um, I think in this particular instance, it, it is a little fast, and uh, there's, a, I mean... We could have been given two to three minutes of exposition where this revelation is made or, you know, like a transmission is sent and received and, you know, that's on the back burner. I mean, we know it. We accept it because, you know, we've been shown Vader and the Emperor, et cetera, et cetera. But even then, there's no like real inkling um, as to what's going on, although Palpatine does say now that I think about it, everything is proceeding as I have foreseen. So it seems like (laughs) those guys are more in the know than the rebels are. Um and again, it's not a big deal. I'm not like saying that this is the worst thing ever and it ruins the movie for me. It's just it's just a detail that I noticed this time. That's it. Right.
1: Yeah, it is weird because like you get the whole Okay, meet back at the fleet, I'm gonna go do this thing with Yoda. Okay, cool, cool. Like that's just what I'm doing, and we're just gonna meet the fleet. And then you're at the fleet and it's like, hey, we have uh we have these death star plans the bothans, a lot of them died for this whatever they are all the those fucking bothans
2: <laughs> yeah yeah exactly and it's like you were it's like you were just expect you were expected to know this and uh, yeah like that's exactly how i felt about it when i was watching it last night i was like i mean i had to pause it and think about it and be like okay am i looking at this the right way or is this what's happening okay we're on tatooine luke goes to yoda now we're on the, the Mon Calamari cru- cruiser, and yeah, this is okay. You know this know all is about the, it. Yeah, this is what we're doing. <laughs> right. Okay. Right. So, right. yeah, that seemed like a, a pretty... Even Luke knows about it, too.
1: Like, they're yeah. doing the whole, like, players uh, like, like, hey, Han, who do you think is going to be the strike leader? And she's like, yeah, Han, you already volunteered for this, like, you know, two minutes ago when you found out about this. <laughs> And then Luke walks in and he's like, oh, yeah, I'm in on this, too. It's like, uh, there must have been a transmission or something. Right.
2: We we may have had, like, a very Merry and Pippin moment there. You'd be like, all right, so what are we doing? (laughs) 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 Yeah, let's let's catch him up real quick. Um, But, yeah, so so that was weird, but whatever. Um, I do want to talk about Luke visiting Dagobah, though, because, again, you know, there are some misses in this film. But one of the things that I think makes it such a tremendous movie is the emotional weight behind a lot of what's happening. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think this is one of the best ones. So, like, you watch the prequels, Adrian. And, again, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep using you as a point That's of great. reference because the Yoda that, that we got in uh, Episode 2 especially um, and then uh, the battle with, with Palpatine in Episode 3 <laughs> – very different from the Yoda that we get in the original trilogy. And now he's, you know, he's old. Sick have I become, he says. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, twilight's upon him. So how did you feel or, like, how did you react to this moment with Yoda when you first watched these movies, if you can recall?
1: It it hurt because you get young, spry, happy, jumping around Yoda doing his flips and stuff to old decrepit, you're going to watch me die through this movie, Yoda. And I'm like, even I think going into new hope, I was like, what the heck happened to Yoda? Like, I get, it's been a couple years, but, and he's been in hiding and stuff, but like, Oh no, he's, he's not looking good. So then getting to this, this big scene with him, like finally just laying down and accepting it. I was like, jeez, that, yeah, that, that hurt.
2: <laughs> yeah. It, 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 uh, it, I know it's like I, I was watching it and there's just always like this really inconvenient, like cloud of, of dust particles or something that always falls from my ceiling and gets in my eyes, uh, whenever I'm you know, wa- watching this scene on day, but I don't know what the fuck that's about, but, um, very emotional and, uh, and yeah, just the juxt- the juxtaposition between the Yoda that we saw and, uh. In the prequels, and then this Yoda, uh, supremely different. Um, That must have been crazy,
1: uh, seeing that Yoda, too. Like, going from knowing this old, just like, this guy was a Jedi Yoda, to seeing him young and
0: jumping around, flipping. Oh, that was insane. That must have been crazy. That was amazing. Yeah, (laughs) I love that.
2: So, I kind of feel like maybe, I think the Force probably gives you a certain amount of vitality, Um i mean it's it's been confirmed obviously with with the child and the species aging aging different and whatnot that yoda is an incredibly long-lived species but I, I just assume that the force gives you this this tremendous vitality if you're um active as it were yeah mm-hmm. um but you know removing himself from that life and and that lifestyle i'm sure kind of you know, he probably settled down a little bit it's like retirement you know they say yeah. <laughs> that if yeah, you yeah, don't yeah. keep yourself busy you kind of shrivel up and, and become you know kind of fucking old <laughs> mm-hmm. but, um, but yeah an amazing scene and again one of the things that I caught when I was watching it this time was you know when, when Yoda says look I'm so old to young eyes and Luke's like oh no of course not Uh, The way that Yoda looks at him, like you can see like the rise sort of sarcasm on his face. That's a fucking puppet.
0: It's a puppet. It's a puppet. (laughs) Like a hand puppet. (laughs) It
2: blows my mind that that this creature, like this is Yoda. I don't see him as a puppet or anything else. I see him as a a living, breathing creature. Totally. Like the range of expression... That uh, that that puppet is is capable of, you know, in in combination with uh, with Frank Oz. That's man, I, it just doesn't get better than that.
1: That's why right. practical is always gonna be better than CGI.
0: Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, uh, not only do we get to enjoy the uh, the expressions and the and the the realism of it, but um, uh, the actors interacting with you know they they have something to look at and to play off of you know yeah um and it's just it just it helps the whole scene move forward um because you could even see like and and you can you can definitely see this in the first or uh, in uh, empire i mean um you know luke's just trying to get answers he's trying to get direction and he knows that yoda's got it and yeah. yoda's gotta play that you know uh, uh enigma puzzle you know sing-songy sort of way of of, of explaining stuff and it's like no 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 you got to figure this out on your own, you know what I mean, uh, type of thing. And and Luke is just totally frustrated, and all of that, you know, it all it all it it's helped with the fact that it's a practical effect, yeah, absolutely. And and, and uh, Mark Hamill can actually react to it, um, rather than yeah. just I mean, at a yeah. green screen or a, or a or a mark or whatever.
2: At the end of the day, I and this is my opinion, but I think that there will probably be a lot of people that agree with it. At the end of the day, film is. It, we're, we're conveying emotion like mm-hmm. when you when you really get down to it like and you can get <laughs> you can get pretty esoteric with it if you like uh but that's all we do i mean that's the purpose of language really is to convey emotion and well put together language and and you know means of communication is it only exists to express varying degrees of emotion <laughs> you know so right. film at its heart is about conveying emotion and if you can't do that successfully or if there's something that's impeding that it doesn't matter how cool it looks Mm -hmm. uh if you can't convey that emotion then it just doesn't work and i think unfortunately that um that's something a lot of people miss i think it's coming back though i think people are starting to realize uh that that's a huge part of it that it's very important um
0: yeah man but we'll see yeah, they did that whole uh, they did that whole Dark Crystal uh, that Netflix thing. Oh a lot yeah, of that it was, was great. practical. A lot of that yes. was practical and I was like, dude, bring it back, baby. Even with the new
1: Star Wars going but, back yeah. to the Disney trilogy That's true. And stuff. They went through into a lot of practical puppets. Yeah,
0: uh JJ Abrams. It's, yeah, he was feels like, no, no, no. Yeah, man. Bring it back, it, baby. It does.
2: So, okay, we've 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 kind of taken this film apart in in uh you know like from a logistical sense of getting everything in its place and you know getting from point a to b to c etc and yes there are some flaws uh but let's let's talk a little bit more about what what i think at least is what makes this movie really special and and that is the emotion and that's kind of what's going on with these characters so Luke asks Yoda point blank if Darth Vader is his father, and he's just like, oh, "I think I'm gonna take a nap." Like, <laughs> right, he just yep. straight up avoided the question. So, uh, and you guys can give me your answers individually. I, you know, whoever wants to go first. Um, do you think that Obi Wan and Yoda maybe had some regrets in how they approached Luke with that information?
1: A little bit uh yoda says later on that he didn't want to like burden luke with that like i think he wanted luke to become a better jedi more focused on what his goal was before telling him that hey this guy you're fighting is your dad like he wanted him to basically mature a little bit so he can he can understand what he needed to do and not like young whiny luke hey this guy's your father what no No, that's not. No, instead of like, he's my father. Okay, I think there. I know there's good in him. Like, I think if he wasn't as mature, he would not try to save his father. Basically,
2: he would have either run headfirst into it and gotten himself killed, Mm -hmm. or straight up turned to the dark side and Mm -hmm. then game over.
1: They wanted him to actually like mature in the forest first. It's. I think it was a
2: tough
0: call. Yeah, big time and this is why the the which I, this is why i love the prequel so much because they sort of answer that in the prequels in that you know they qui-gon found this kid you know he's like no this is the kid that's going to bring back uh, a balance to the force or whatever everybody was uh, skeptical about it yoda especially uh, and then we know how it turns out and so now they're like okay shit he's got a son how are we going to do this? We cannot do the same. We cannot do another Anakin. Like we cannot like, don't tell him shit. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) He's got the power, but don't fucking tell him shit. Okay. I I guess, I don't know. We're making this up as we go because uh, we're, we're in this situation currently because of how we mishandled it originally. Um,
2: That's a good point.
0: You know what I mean? So, so of course they're going to be like, well, Eh, we're not going to tell you the whole picture. Here's what you need to know. Okay. But honestly, I don't know if we're telling you the right stuff because we fucked it up. Uh, everything that we did led us to this point currently. So, uh, yeah, you're our only hope, but yeah, figure it out, please. For the love of God, figure it out because I think that's a good I don't way to frame touch it. it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> we don't yeah, want to, yeah. we
2: don't, yeah, you don't, you don't want to take the burden upon yourself of being the mm-hmm. one to really fuck it up this time. <laughs> um, right. Right. It's interesting, though. I, when I was watching this, this is the first time I noticed that Luke apologized. Um, like I heard the dialogue many times before, but I, it didn't hold any relevance to me until I really considered it this time. Um, and actually, Adrian, you had mentioned that. Yoda had said that you know we didn't want to burden you with the knowledge um and Yoda mentions him you know rushing off to uh to cloud city and Luke just has this look on his face like he's realizing how bad he fucked up yeah. <laughs> when, when when he did that and he and you know he's just I'm I'm sorry because he I don't think he knew you know I mean that's that's the thing about experience and hindsight being 2020 like They were trying to tell him. He didn't listen. Um, And I think it was all kind of coming together and like crashing down on Luke at that moment, that realization. And that's why I feel like any inconsistencies that are in this movie or any plot points that could have been developed more, I'm so willing to look past them because this is such an emotional film and and it deals with the weight of everything that came before it. Um, So that, that to me is pretty cool. Um, it's it's very ominous, you know, telling somebody that you've got to kill your father. Um, right, you know, I mean, that's when you really think about it, that's pretty dark. Totally, um, totally. But uh, but yeah, so so Yoda Yoda dies very shortly after telling Luke that yes, in fact, Vader is his father and face him he must, and then he mm-hmm. fades away very <laughs> gracefully. Everything about that, t- God, I just can't <laughs> say enough like how just affecting that scene is and how i feel like they pulled it off so well
0: uh just very majestic very yeah, force, yeah. you know like he's he's definitely top 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 of the force uh you know food chain or whatever um, exactly yeah
2: and so after he dies he goes out of yoda's hut and he encounters obi-wan the spirit of obi-wan kenobi again and this oh, that's scene, right Right. Yeah, it's such a good scene. Um, This is interesting to me because, as both of you were saying earlier, you know, Star Wars kind of shaped and and made you the person that you are. And in many ways it did for me, too, um, specifically along the lines of some of the more... Uh, I guess, spiritual aspects of, of the Force and the way that Yoda explains it to Luke, you know, luminous beings, are we? This is a, another scene sort of like that to me. Um, I think it's a little underscored by the fact that it's not so so uh, grandiose, maybe. But Obi-Wan says to <laughs> to Luke after um, he explains to him that, that what he had told him about vader was true from a certain point of view and luke's just like are you fucking kidding me (laughs) right right a certain point of view son of a bitch (laughs) yeah but what but what obi-wan says is actually really really deep and uh and i think stands to to be a really good life lesson um when he says that um many uh, what is it many of the truths that we cling to uh all depend on our point of view when you think about the things that you believe, like you don't even necessarily, uh, on a regular basis, question why you believe the things that you believe, um, or if those things are even relevant anymore. And uh, we just kind of, you know, go about our day to day like, yes, I believe this, and this is the way the world is, and I, you know, I take this for granted. Uh, but <laughs> pretty often, I guess we really should. And I, yeah, I don't want to turn this into a. Uh, a soapbox scenario but um but yeah I I think it's absolutely true and I think that Obi-Wan is is spot on. But yeah that whole, that whole conversation is is and that whole interplay between Luke and Obi-Wan is fantastic.
0: Yeah, and it's definitely um sort of like like Luke's made it to another level, you know, where it's like okay, so here's how it really is, you know what I mean? Like yeah, uh you know, he's kind of explaining things like okay, so you found out about this yeah, that's true, you know. Um, but but again, you know, uh, that this is why I love the prequel so much. It, it, it explains it so perfectly, their perspective. And it's easy to just see those original, uh, the original trilogy and just be like, yeah, dude, like, you could have done this. You could have done, you know, X, Y, Z. It's like, well, it's not as black and white as you think it right. is, you know. There's a lot of nuance to it. And you know we were doing the best that we absolutely could, with the situation as it was unfolding. You know, yeah, that, yeah that, it's that, definitely
2: that, not fair to blame them for the no, way that things not, at out. not at all,
0: not at all, not at all. They're you know they're just doing. Uh, but you know, honestly, that's that's why I love Star Wars because <laughs> of the the overall story, which is about the Force itself trying to maintain balance. You know, mm-hmm. between light and dark, you know, it's not necessarily about good and evil, it's about light and dark, and, uh, you know, all the people that we see, all Obi-Wan and Yoda and Luke and Leia and all, all these characters or whatever, they're just... Uh, players on the stage. Players on this, on this massive stage, exactly, um, uh, of which the Force is in full control of. Or yeah. at least trying to, you know, trying to, to get that balance.
2: Um, yeah, good and evil are are unnecessary abstractions, or at least right. they're they're abstractions that will get in your way of of balance. Mm-hmm. And I think that that was that was the problem because you 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 know the good guys believe they're good, so everything they're they're going to do is good, obviously because mm-hmm. they're good. So that doesn't take into account that you know the force itself is neutral. Uh, you know, it wa- it wants right. to be neutral, rather. Yeah. Um, but if right. it leans too far one way or the other, it, it is going to try to correct itself, and that is
0: awesome. It's totally <laughs> awesome. And when you fully realize, and, and I fully realized that once I did the uh, <coughs> chronological viewing of, you know, from the prequels to, um, you know, Rogue One to to the the original, and then uh, and, and so so forth, um, it was like, oh my god, like this overall story is friggin' incredible. Um, It's the force trying to maintain balance, you know, and when one side gets too strong and it was the Jedi's, you know, it was the light side at the very, very beginning of the prequels. You know, they were they were pretty much in control of everything. And even in the prequels, uh, Palpatine, at some point, he's like, you know, once we take over, finally, there will be peace You know, in the galaxy. It really
2: makes you wonder uh, (laughs) about about that point of view. But I, I think that ultimately Palpatine was... He he was he might like tout those ideals, kind of like a lot of people <laughs> do, you know, when they're like, sure, "Oh, this sure. will actually be better," sure. Uh, but it's it's not because they. I mean, they may be right in their ideology, but their execution is incredibly flawed, and ultimately, <laughs> well, well,
0: and and nobody thinks they're the bad guy. You know what I mean? Right. Like like yeah. even in real life, you know, it's not like, you know, Hitler thought he was a super villain. You might have,
2: you never yeah, know well. maybe. <laughs> well,
0: he was like, well this is You know, I think I'm doing good Because of XYZ, you know, nobody agrees With him, but you know, like Kim Jong-un He's like, well, you know I don't think I'm a supervillain You know what I mean, like what I think I'm doing is right For me, you know, yeah. and uh, Not not to say that those people are trying to bring about No, balance. I absolutely <laughs> uh, yeah, but, I
2: understand what you're saying But, but it's I... that
0: type of mentality where it's like, well look I mean, they want to do their thing Their way I'm gonna do it this way, ultimately we're point of view. we're trying to yeah, it's all about yeah. point of view and perspective. Absolutely.
2: And yeah, um, I, I, I totally get that. And I, that always lands me in hot water when I try to present things in those <laughs> in those terms. <laughs> right. You know, because they're right, like, Oh, right, so right. you're saying that Hitler was no, 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 no no. no, 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 Anyone... <laughs> yeah. Anyone who's like if if genocide is on your agenda, right? Right, then you're right, right. automatically taken off the no. list of like decent human beings.
0: Totally, weapon. totally, 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 totally. Yeah, you know. But stuff in like their that. perspective, you know what I mean. Um, you know, right. from Palpatine's perspective, he he was he was fighting the evil. You know, from right. his perspective, um, you know, and, I and, think
2: uh, yeah. Thanos is a good example. I think Thanos yeah. might be one of the best examples of that. Mm-hmm. point of view with ideology, uh, because you can at least identify to a degree with Thanos. Um, I mean, again, he kind of mm-hmm. has a whole genocide thing going, but right. you know, like right. he makes it plain that his point of view or his end goal is to help everyone. Right. But then that whole, that whole point of, you know, becoming the bad guy is made evident uh, to the audience. Um, and eventually, I think Thanos realizes it himself that he's like pushing this agenda. And yeah, he's got some good points. But at the mm-hmm. end of the day, he's doing it one, because he's kind of fucking crazy. And two, for himself, that right. it's not necessarily for the good of all. So I, I th- and the only reason I mention that is because I think it's one of the better examples of that type of character uh, that, well, that is a bad guy. What,
0: well, and that's what makes. The overall Star Wars story uh, so incredible, uh, in my perspective, is because it's really the Force that's doing this. You know what I yeah. mean? It's, it's this intangible thing that's like, okay, well, uh, yeah, we're gonna need a little bit more Dark Side now because yeah. Light Side is way too overpowered, and we need a little bit more. We need to ramp up the Dark Side right. so we can bring that balance uh, in. Now, now bring this back,
2: gentle. Uh, right. Right. <laughs> It, it is it is an emotional struggle that you're seeing you're seeing an emotional struggle represented by a physical struggle or symbolized by a physical struggle
0: well and, and I gotta say the the lightsaber battle in return of the Jedi the final one between Luke and Darth Vader again like it it's up there it's it's, yeah. it's uh, absolutely up there with my my top favorite lightsaber battles. Um, of all time, even, even without the the fancy flips and the in the choreograph or whatever, um, because they really get into it. Yeah, hard yes. it
1: has that emotional real hard
0: that emotional buildup, especially with yeah, Luke yeah, and man. there. Like... Oh yeah, yeah, Lucas hammering him at score. the score, <laughs> yeah. yeah. oh, man. Yeah, yeah, score's picking up. You see
1: the anger in
0: him. And yeah, ooh. it takes the hand off. You know what I mean? It's like boom, revenge, <laughs> revenge you know? of the Jedi. But 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 again, <laughs> And, and, oh, wait, and <laughs> well, and, and Luke stays consistent throughout Return of the Jedi in that he's got two hands on the lightsaber swinging it like a bat, just like chop, chop, chop. Uh, and... and uh, Inching closer and closer to that oh anger man. dark side. Yep. Oh, man. Until he finally realizes, yeah. like... Uh, yeah, yeah, he's yeah, yeah, he's yeah.
2: playing right <laughs> into Palpatine's hands. Like, that is mm-hmm. exactly what he wants.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, Which, by the way, uh, I, you know, I don't know where we're, we're at in terms of <laughs> where we're talking about the movie, but, man... Uh, when Luke loses it, when, when Palpatine's, uh, you know, egging him on, you know, and, and Luke's like, no, 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 I'm a Jedi. You know, we're going to be cool. And he's like, you know what? Fuck it. And he pulls his lightsaber out and tries to chop him, but, but Darth Vader blocks him or whatever. (laughs) I love that scene. I absolutely (laughs) love that scene. it's like, damn dude, Luke was trying to fucking cut that dude's throat right then and there. You know what I mean? He's like, no, you know what? No, no, I'm not going to do it. Uh, emperor. Ah, fuck it, Blah. but but then he gets blocked. Uh, oh, I love that. I absolutely love that. Um,
2: it's it's some of the it's some of the best stuff in Star Wars to me. Totally, and that, That's why totally. it was my favorite movie for for as long as it was. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So it's uh, and I wonder too. I mean, because there's just so much going on right there, and the way that the scene is filmed between Luke looking back at the Emperor, then looking back out at the the battle taking place. <sighs> Right. um in orbit of uh or around Endor like you can just you see that struggle it's like well what do I do it's like if I kill mm-hmm. him then like everything is is done I'm on the dark side but if I do that then I can get this thing called off and I can save my friends but right. if I do that I'm fucked I'm fucked either way <laughs> so, Right, right 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 so right, it was right. incredible to see that play out on screen <laughs> and again it's just tremendous to me uh where we are where we're at in the movie though like chronologically (laughs) yes yes we are in we're in uh we're on the cruiser or we we talked about being on the cruiser uh the we we know that Bothans died etc whatever whatever the fuck they are um (laughs) so (laughs) we get Crix Maydean which is a, a new uh, rebellion leader that we see, General Crixmaideen, with his glue-on beard, which yeah. I just love.
1: <laughs> it's so bad. I Love
2: that. Yeah, I mean that just sucks, dude. To be to be in that <laughs> position. So I, I guess apparently what had happened, and this was kind of the beginning of the end for Lucas in my mind. Um, but apparently what had happened was the figures that we that we want to make so much money off of. Uh, right. The figure for Crix Maydean had been created with a beard, so they had to put a beard no on, on the actor to, uh, oh to my get it. God. Oh,
3: man.
0: So, yeah, Ugh. as soon as
2: the money really started rolling in, that's when uh, that's when Lucas just kind of took a creative shit. And, well, uh,
0: and that theme was overwhelming throughout watching the uh, Return of the Jedi these last couple of times was that, okay, so this is like a lot of this movie was made with... The toys in mind, for sure, for yeah. sure, which, which Absolutely. bums me out a lot. Um, yeah, it it's it is evident
2: in the film, um, but in all fairness, and this this is my opinion, I don't think it takes anything. it doesn't take too much away. From the movie, like I said, beginning of the end, um, because once you get to the once you get to the prequels, it's full on. It's all about sp- that bank. Yeah. Well, well, and yes. keeping
0: in mind, as far as they knew when they were making this Navy three or whenever. It yeah, was, this is um, the last one. They were like, yeah, this is the last movie. Let's really you know, we, we've had some we've had some pretty sweet success with the toy and the merchandise and all that type of shit. Let's really fucking go at it with this one, because this is it when we're done yeah. with this movie. The money train is over as far as they knew at that point. So there was like, okay, we need stuffed animals and we need action figures and we need kids. We need all the demographics, all the big ones, all the hits, (laughs) you know, we need to really, really go hard with this because once this is over, that's the money trains over, you know, as far as they knew at that point. So I get that, that perspective, at least. But
2: I mean, I'm not, I'm not knocking a fella for trying to make a buck. Nope. I'm I'm definitely not going to do that. Um, But I'm. I am marking it down, you know. I'm, <laughs> right, I'm, I'm, I'm watching down. you now. <laughs> we're going to
0: keep track of it. Yeah, yes. <laughs> This is what you were doing, and we are aware yeah. of it. So yeah,
2: so yeah. Uh, go. I, and I don't, I don't want to go off on a tangent. We can, uh, we can always do a. We 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 talked positive about the prequels. We can do, we can do a hate fuck yes. episode of the prequels at some <laughs> point. Uh, I'm always down for that, but. uh, but we're gonna end this all on a positive note for sure. Yes. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it, it, it's so so interesting too. Like I, I had meticulously uh, jotted down all of these notes in, in each act, and we sort of naturally touched on a lot of them. We've we've skipped over a good bit of stuff too. Um, but you know, in the interest of time, you you kind of do that sometimes. Honestly, you never yeah, know. we could
0: talk about this for six hours. Yeah. and you and never know where everything. you're gonna
2: end up yeah right. of course and and again I'm not too big on trivia I know a few things that I've gleaned uh, over the many many years and many many viewings of this but I've never been too fascinated uh, with like the minutiae um, mm-hmm. you know it's just not it's not necessarily for me other pictures sure but Star Wars it's always been so fucking magical that like now when I see crazy uh, like behind the scenes footage of, of some of these movies I'm just like what the fuck
0: <laughs> like, <laughs> right
2: I've seen the guy behind the curtain. No. <laughs> um, but, uh, but anyway, so yeah, there's, there's not a, a lot, honestly, to discuss about, uh, about um, the characters and the, and their interactions. I mean, we've, we've talked about the emotions involved in this. And, uh, you know, when I think about Han Solo, for example, if we want to pick a character and, and say like, what's going on with this guy, um, you know, Han, he's, He's just kind of there. Uh, Am am I the only one that feels like that?
0: No, you are not. He's a bit of a bitch in this movie. Like, (laughs) uh, like he's got like one or two like kind of funny lines, Uh, but through uh, New Hope and Empire, he's a total badass. He's he's. I mean, I mean, especially in Empire, like he's got his shit going on. Um, But in Return of the Jedi, like. And I guess maybe it's because he was frozen in carbonite at the beginning. I don't know. I'll give that. Maybe that, you know, I don't know. He's tired or something. I don't know. But um, for the most part, he's kind of, uh, he, he's a little bit awkward. He's a bumbling idiot. Yeah, 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 The yeah, first, yeah. The first yeah.
1: scene where he's like, after the Pit, paper, he's actually doing something is he's, uh, he's trying to sneak up on one guard, fails at that, and then... Luke and Leia go off on this awesome chase while he's like fighting this one guy. And then you mean he, on Endor or... on Endor. Yeah. His yeah perfect. Yeah, yeah. Some of the movie is when he's sitting against the tree, just waiting for them to come back. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, okay, I'm just going to sit here and wait for the plot.
0: Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, he's got that one line on uh Tantuin where he's like, um, you know, Luke's like, man, I was born <laughs> here. And he's like, Oh, cool. Yeah. You're going to die here. You know, that's pretty convenient. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that was it. Yeah. And then that's it. And then the rest of it is kind of like, okay.
1: Uh, and I wonder if that's like uh, Han Solo in this movie or if that's Harrison Ford just kind of being done with it. Because <laughs> yeah, I know he right. didn't want to be in it anymore. Yeah. yeah. Right. I think yeah. He, that I he, was think he was wanted, he the wanted check. to
0: die in this yeah. episode, right? He wanted to die in Return of the Jedi. He either wanted Ford wanted
1: to kill his character off or he just didn't want to be in it anymore. Something yeah, like and
0: that.
2: It was Empire. He wanted, Empire. he felt that Harrison Ford felt that it would lend more emotional weight and complete <laughs> Han's arc if he died. Because then yeah. he would you know, he would be he would die a hero and right. not a smuggler Sacrifice. or outlaw. So and and totally. I do think that Harrison Ford just you know He phoned it. Based on what I know of him as <laughs> yeah. a person the way that he comes off, I think he was fucking done.
0: It's like, dude, I gotta do some Tom Clancy movies, okay? Like right. I'm done but with this. When you bro. see
2: the zeros though and the commas in that paycheck, you're like, you know what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'll I'll show up. <laughs>
0: Lucasfilm, huh? uh, All right. (laughs) Yeah.
2: So, I mean, I think that does pretty well explain Han's character uh, in Return of the Jedi. Um, But, yeah, so that, to to me, Return of the Jedi, at at the core of it, is, like, once you get past Jabba's palace, which is just a fucking visual feast and just cool in every way imaginable, Mm -hmm. is really more of an emotional tale. It's... It's about <laughs> Luke uh, redeeming Vader. Um, everything else is, right. is you know, it's secondary and tertiary. It's all on the peripheral. I mean, who gives a fuck about the Death Star? I don't. You right. Know, like, I want to see how this plays out between Luke and Vader, and and it it does so beautifully. Yeah. Um,
0: yeah. I, I will say because the 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 Vader Luke conflict at the end, you're watching that plus Endor plus the space battle right all at once yeah. all at the same time the space battle is pretty cool endor i couldn't give two shits about but i really really want to see luke and vader that's the only yeah. thing i'm concerned about at that, that point in the movie Carries the movie through oh yeah the
1: speeder bike chase is cool the speeder
0: bikes is just
1: dope yeah that's
0: super cool and then i like that
1: lando back in the falcon
0: yeah <laughs> you know yeah, that's yeah we
2: haven't cool. really talked a lot about lando
0: <laughs> man Han really forgives Lando real fast, didn't he? Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, I
2: have that written in bold and underlined <laughs> on, on like, almost every page.
0: Yeah, like, could we have gotten a conversation between Han and Lando? Like, like I don't know. It, it was just like, the last thing, as far as... Okay, as far as we know as an audience... Okay, Lando is on the good guy's side again. Right, uh, he he regretted the whole Darth Vader deal in in in, in uh, Empire, uh, but as far as Han Solo knows, this guy sold me out. On <laughs> yeah, I
1: wake up. Yeah. Hey, like he's guy. a
0: scoundrel, and he fucking sold me out to Jabba, my mortal yeah. enemy. Like, damn it, dude, fuck this guy. But 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 Han saves him yeah. from the Sarlacc right. pit. And no questions asked.
2: That's the first time that it, that occurred to me is in that scene because. When he's got the gun and he's trying to presumably help Lando, right? Like I was able to put myself in Lando's position real quick, <laughs> and he was probably like, "Fuck me, this is the Aim perfect higher. time. Aim higher. This right. is the perfect fate. time for this guy to waste me <laughs> because right? I fucked him so hard."
1: I know they weren't thinking long term. The for whole
0: this. situation is because I fucking screwed yeah. him at some point. Yeah,
1: they weren't thinking long term for this, but it is cool now to go back and watch it after seeing uh, Solo and stuff. Mm, to knowing mm-hmm. that they did kind of have a friendship, and knowing that the Falcon was Lando's ship, and yeah, I know it doesn't like. And change. Billy
0: D. Williams is a badass. I mean, just yeah. as a human being, I love that dude. Um, <laughs> and he's super smooth. And uh, if he's you know he's, cool if he's okay. anybody like like he's Lando, he's fucking you know,
2: Billy D. Williams.
0: He'd be pretty easy to to forgive, but at the same time, you know. There's not even a conversation. Yeah. You know, yeah, there's 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 zero. It's like Han knows. Oh, yeah. okay. Like Lando's we're all cool. We're okay. totally yeah. cool. We yeah, yeah. end up yeah. back on the starship
1: together and they're like Yeah. Uh Lando's going to leave the straight to. Take the team. Falcon. He's it's like fine. Good luck. you're going to need that. Yeah. You know what?
0: I I I I really need <laughs> yeah. you to just take the Millennium Falcon.
1: What? I
2: I wonder though and I I think I and I think you're probably right when you cuz you mentioned the film Solo Adrian and I, I think That you probably have, or rather, you're probably in the right that there is an assumption there. Um, They were probably, like, watching Return of the Jedi, and they're like, you know what? (laughs) We should probably establish some kind of, like, pre-existing relationship because, I, I mean, yeah, like, those of us that have had friends for a long, long time, and you've probably been through some stuff with those friends. You probably, let's just say this, the friends that you still have that survived a falling out, um, you know that that's how it would play out. Like you, you would, there would still be some hostility and there would be some shit you needed to work out, but you're not going to kill them. You that's know? a good point they even yeah, have yeah, that yeah,
1: moment yeah. on uh bespin where he first sees them and it's like you all like he's like oh and he's like you're all so like it's like right instantly from that's true we hate each other we know we hate each other but we're right. still friends <laughs> right yeah. right,
0: like, like
2: so that like, there is yeah. that element to it i mean like looking at it from a from a human point of view um i think that it would be that way i mean there there would probably yeah there would be some strong words um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, To to walk it back a little bit, I don't think I'd toss you to the keys to the Falcon. <laughs>
0: like,
2: yeah, that, that might know? be a line I'm not willing to cross. I don't want you um, to
0: die in the Sarlacc pit, but also, you're not touching the Falcon. You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah that seems yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. fair, Deuce. <laughs> totally, um, totally. So that was a little weird, but but seeing Lando do all of those things in the Falcon with his that, uh, yeah, that was cool. yeah, what, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where is he from? Sullust? He's a Sullustan or something like that. I can't remember what they call people from Sullust. I can't um, remember the
1: race, but I just remember his big floppy like, cheeks.
2: Cheek, yeah. Cheek yeah. gills. Yeah. gill type and, of things. And he's also <laughs> in the sequel trilogy, which is pretty yeah. cool. And I like the way he looks subtly aged, because how the fuck do you age that? <laughs> <Yep>. you <know>? <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you know what? Can we talk about the fact that, especially in Return of the Jedi, there is so much uh okay so i only speak English oh that's fine i understand English but i don't speak it uh oh that's cool I totally understand your language but i don't speak that that happens way too often i think in in return of the jedi okay um specifically Lando and the Nib-nib. yeah nib nib or whatever, What's no. this, nine numb. I think nine, nine numb. Whatever. That's called but it <laughs> happens like over and over again in, in in Return of the Jedi, where it's like, dude, that might happen once in a thousand incarnations. Like, uh, it's crazy. Uh, I'm gonna. I will prevalent. level with
2: you. I just kind of assumed that Lando was going along
0: with whatever the fuck he said. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Like, like he yeah. was just making it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh totally Nibnub or whatever. Yeah, I mean uh Like like just... Han and Chewie? I'll give you that. Okay? They've yeah. got like a like a close like brotherhood or we'll whatever. Even get the explanation I'll for give that you that. Solo well, why see, they see can... <laughs> and I haven't even seen Solo yet. So, I don't even know, but I'll t- accept that 100%. And like even like <laughs> C-3PO and Jabba like why isn't C-3PO ever speaking Jabba's language he never does but they communicate perfectly fine <laughs> like I don't know there's just so much where it's like yeah no I totally understand English I think but there, I don't speak it
2: it can go one I think it goes one way um, <laughs> as far as the Star Wars universe is concerned and now as far as like everything being reciprocal I can't speak to that but as far as Star Wars is concerned <laughs> and a lot of fantasy A lot of fantasy settings use this sort of device is that, like, um, in Star Wars, it's considered galactic basic. That's what English is called. So Sure, sure, sure. Like, like Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like a lot of people and creatures and species know galactic basic. Um, And that's
0: fine one way.
2: Right. Yeah, it doesn't... (laughs) Okay. When it starts going the other way, that can be weird. And,
0: and, And once or twice... Throughout a series, I, I'm cool with it. I'll let it slide. But it happens so much. Where right. it's like, dude, okay, you're leaning so hard on this. Like, give me some <laughs> subtitles. I don't care about that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. ah. And again, as a kid, I was totally cool with all of this. Like, I accepted all of that.
2: To to kind of maybe provide a counterpoint or at least a... Uh... A saving grace, if you will, when three PO is uh, recounting their adventures to the Ewoks in their language. <gasps> yeah, that that yeah, was cool. cool. That was
0: fucking. I did do like. There were several things about the Ewoks that I actually liked, <laughs> but and that was definitely one of those with the sound effects and everything. I like
1: that three PO can the, oh, recreate oh. a lightsaber sound. Yeah,
0: he makes the full ignition and sound. And, so and, I'm and like, the and the X, uh, <laughs> the 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 Tie Fighter <laughs> and the all the all those sounds that he was recreating. Yeah. I loved all that. I absolutely yeah. love that. Definitely keep that, no matter what. Uh, and it was sure.
2: very cool that they were like really, really close approximations of the sound, but yeah. not like the actual effect itself. <laughs> yeah. That was extremely fucking rad. <laughs> pew, pew, pew. And then you know, like, like, like the dude. little baby Ewok like cowering when he got to the Darth yeah. Vader part.
0: Yeah. Dude, yeah, and that the was Ewoks very cool. as as shitty as a as a as a. I
1: love the ewoks ewoks uh, character
0: as shitty as a character they were the practical effects to make them yeah. were phenomenal I mean you have all of these little people that you have to cast you know to fit in the in the costumes which uh, in in and of itself is a too. huge uh, undertaking <clears throat> but the facial expressions yeah. of the the adult ewoks and the little baby ewoks like all of that stuff it was like dude <laughs> nobody would do that today. They would CGI it and call it a day. And uh, the fact that they were like, you know what? Fuck it. Let's build costumes for every one of these. Let's build different eyes and nose and face and lips and (laughs) all that stuff. Dude, bravo. Like that is a work of art. Those things. I was going to say
2: today you would get the prequels, but that might be low hanging fruit.
3: (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um, No, but you're right. I mean, I mean, cause it's going to be cheaper. It's going to be easier. And of course they're going to do it that way. You don't have to hire people to do that, but but they were like, you know what? Fuck it. We want them to be two or three feet tall. Period. That's the race. You know what I mean? Yeah. So let's figure that out. You know? I think nowadays they, we
1: would get the practical because of the prequels. They like you know they what? That with the You're right. They... If if they <laughs> did it,
0: if they did it, it's because of Return of the yeah. Jedi that they're like, no, you know what? It can be done. So let's do it. Let's let's make it Return we of have the to Jedi. Thank the
1: prequels. For more practical effects.
2: <laughs> yes, uh, I, you know, and that's—it's funny. Sometimes you have to, you know, break a few eggs before you can make. Isn't that the saying? You have to yeah. break exactly. some eggs to make exactly. an omelet. Exactly,
0: gotta make that omelet, um, man. Yeah,
2: but uh, but yeah. So, so Correct there are some go. really cool like counterpoints to to language in Star Wars, and it's, you know, it's it. Yeah. It, it, again, I. I I hate it when people say this to me, but because when you like get emotional about Star Wars, you know, assholes would be like, It's about space wizards, dude. Chill out. Yeah, right. Uh, you know, it's like, like, you know um, f- get fucked. First off <laughs> Yeah, first that?
0: off, it's about a lot more than that, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that
2: that's tremendously frustrating to me. Like, but again, I only say that because I, I I will allow my disbelief to be reasonably suspended like for, for quite a few things. Um, but yeah, it does it's it pisses me off to an incredible degree when people say that because it's like dismissing people's love for something, but then like getting stoked about the thing that you love. You all know, right. it's exactly. Just like, exactly. You know it's what?
0: like look, we all get excited about stuff, you know? Yeah, yeah. You a- love what you is... love, I love what I love totally and star wars is hella legit because of i mean literally all the stuff that we've been talking about for the last 2 hours i mean it's 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 a huge um universe that that lucas yeah. created with with endless all, possibilities all the hell... yeah man yeah 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 yeah, yeah. i mean that's the... built in and and i think that's what makes star wars for me at least the first the original trilogy uh so intriguing is that there's so much stuff that is never explained
2: yeah you know? that's true
0: it's just, it's like, technology true. and backstory and characters that are never explained, and yet, as a kid, and even as an adult, too, to a certain extent, it's just like, I accept it. Yeah. I totally know exactly what's going on without them saying anything.
1: And it's cool to see that they do, like, they do have that explanation. Like, you don't have to know that the front of the, the speeder is the thing that keeps it gyroscopic. But but right. you can see a whole dossier on it that when Luke yeah. cuts the yeah. front off, that's why he spins over. <laughs> they have the all of that. Like, yeah, Everything
0: is explained if you want it to be. Right. right. And if you yep. don't, it's acceptable. Yeah. Right. No, it, it My experience so in
2: life dictates that that is <laughs> at least passingly <laughs> <Yeah>. accurate. <laughs>
0: yeah. Exactly. Everything I've experienced in life thus far uh, explains this scene perfectly. So yeah, no, I, I totally agree. And uh, that's so, what makes Star Wars uh, different from... Because especially in that era, 70s, 80s, <clears throat> star uh, sci-fi, fantasy, there were plenty of uh, intellectual properties that, right. that could have been as big as Star Wars, but weren't because that's of true. how they were played out. You know, uh, uh, Total Recall or... Like Legend or, yeah. or any of these other movies, you know, that had the same type of like level of practical effects and universe building, but never got to the level of Star Wars. Um, and I, I think it's it's because of all the reasons that we were we were just saying, you know, uh, the attention to detail and the the acceptance of, you know what, <laughs> we haven't explained this, but they're going to get it yeah. because of what we've done so far.
1: Why does the Death Star have a single hole that can be blown up? Some people didn't like that explanation,
0: but it I, was didn't cool that I didn't they either. I didn't either until Rogue One and explained it. And I was like, "You know what? Yeah, I'm totally <laughs> fine with this explanation. This totally I is left fine. I because Yeah, man. Even, like... totally, totally. Yes. Generally
2: speaking, if Matt Smickelson tells me that something is so, <laughs> I'm going to accept it Yeah, Agreed. Face value absolutely
0: Agreed. 100%. I was like, "Good thing you cast him because yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's, yeah,
2: he he has a very authoritative presence, which I think mm-hmm. is incredibly cool. I just, I, I'm going to stop myself now because I will just fucking gush uh, over <laughs> that dude because he's like one of my favorite actors ever. I just think he's fucking awesome. He commands
0: authority. Um, yeah.
2: And has a weird thing
1: that he likes makeup on his eyes.
2: And that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> whatever, whatever he, he needs. Um,
0: <laughs> whatever he needs. Yeah.
2: It's kind of weird when you're talking about, about a movie like this and, and moving through it sort of cattywampus. Um, again i and i kind of mentioned this before it it doesn't really bear much uh, importance i think to like focus on any particular like character aspect in this movie because i think it is i, I think this is what people are referring to when they say something is plot driven yeah um mm-hmm. and, and this in this film very much is but uh, except for of course the arc of like the skywalker arc luke vader um Leia, the sister, and that's that's really uh, the the crux of this film, and we kind of really started talking before about uh, about the showdown between Vader and uh, and Luke, and I know we're almost getting to uh, getting to time on this, um, but I do just I want to dig back into that yeah. scene, the end of the movie, because that is that's the end of of everything, like everything right. that that we've been building up to like uh not really considering rogue one as a film but mm-hmm. considering the events that were taking place um yeah. everything that happened you know basically led up to to that moment that uh, the cataclysm on the death star and and the unmasking of anakin skywalker and his eventual oh redemption
0: yes Yes, 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 yes. So
2: basically, like that scene is it, it it is it has all of the weight on its shoulders, and and I can't I, I have no complaints. I have zero complaints about the way that it played out.
1: No, it was agreed, done amazingly.
0: Yeah, and it, and it's insane to think like <laughs> how do you uh, convey emotion when a dude is wearing a fucking mask. You know, yeah. a Darth Vader mask, it's all in black, and yet, right. you know, when when Luke is getting blasted by the Emperor, that's all you see, is you like, can see you can see, yeah, man, like, he's like, ah, oh, shit, this is my son, <laughs> like, uh, right. I do not want to see this play out like this at all, like, like he's been saying some pretty... Important shit that maybe I haven't thought of completely, <laughs> you know what I mean? Thus far, yeah. And 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 now that I see the Emperor just fucking torturing my son like this, like I don't want to see this, you know. And and you can see him looking back and forth, and he, there's no facial expression, there's no words. Yeah. So and how, you do can they, how do they see the do battle? That?
1: That's my favorite part about this whole movie. Is isn't Luke's grow up? It's Vader's realization, yeah, his redemption. The first time that he's back with his son on Endor. He calls yeah. him son. He he sees that Luke is not like okay. This this kid fought me earlier. He sees that okay, my son is grown up and he's trying to save my life. Right. Am I doing the right thing? And right. then by the end, right. you're like he sees that okay, this this kid is he's right. Right. I'm still Anakin. Yeah.
0: Right. And that, and of course. That is the thing. <coughs> I'm no, sorry. Yeah, I was just gonna say it. And of course, the, you know the prequels go 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 a little bit more into it. But you you know that you know it's not like Darth Vader is evil
2: there you know is I mean? a person
0: in there yeah, yeah man there's a there's a there's a person he was good he knows the difference between good and evil and uh um you know Luke is is just trying to save him you know like just what yeah, like you said and uh, and he picks up on all that and you can see all of that <laughs> yeah. in in the cuts uh, with him looking back and forth uh, between uh, the Emperor and Luke and um... I think the like pivotal moment where he decides
1: like that he still has his good side isn't at that point where he you know kills him. He thinks that he has the good point when Luke says uh, after Vader says you're gonna know the true power of the dark side and all that and Luke says, yeah. then my father is dead
3: mm. right and yeah
1: Vader's like, okay There's Vader is not his father. Anakin is his father they take Luke off and Vader kind of like walks over the edge and you
0: can see it yes. in his yes. non-moving black
1: mask, <laughs> yeah. the guilt,
0: no so. eyes, no mouth. Yeah. And you could see all of that. And, and that's, yeah. that's a, a huge testament to the, to the cinematography and the the direction and all that stuff of all those absolutely. Scenes. Yeah. This, the uh, the, the you know, way that he
2: ha- leans on that railing is like, mm-hmm. yeah, you can, you can sense and feel the weight that's on his shoulders. Um, yeah,
1: so, so it's, turns it
0: turns everything. Yeah, one hundred percent for sure. It's
2: it is it's it's beautiful, and then the fact that you <laughs> only get to see, or I should say that a different way, the fact that <laughs> Anakin only gets to see his son for like ten seconds. Yeah, right. Uh, is like just considering that, and not even getting into like because you know like you could nitpick the makeup and like the consistency with Hayden. I don't give a fuck. Like the point mm. is. Anakin Skywalker only saw his son for like 10 seconds. Like, that's right. it. And that, right. <laughs> that's crushing to me. <laughs> that it, was... it really
0: is. It really is. And just thinking about it, like not even actually watching it <laughs> like at this very moment, but just thinking about that. You know what I mean? Like it, it, it stirs an emotion in me, you know, like yeah. uh, 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 that. It's like, yeah, no, you're right anakin you know he he it's it sort of dawns on him it's like you know lucas is, is dying for all intents and purposes and uh you know it's like father help yeah. me you know and it's like anakin's like holy shit dude like i cannot let this shit go down you know sadly with the blu-ray edition they add that uh you know no yeah uh, when he throws the emperor <laughs> off which is absolutely un- unnecessary but um uh luckily i don't i i I don't i don't think the disney plus version had that. Yeah, yeah yeah yeah. i do have
1: hayden christensen at the end but Um, that's okay
0: well and the hayden christensen thing really bums me out at the very very end the force ghost version uh (laughs) because as a kid watching it that scene was incredible because i didn't even notice like i didn't even realize who that fucking was until my dad who was showing me for the first time he's like you see that right that's Darth Vader. It's like, oh shit, dude! Yeah, that's Anakin Skywalker uh, as a force, as a Jedi, like as yeah. a, b- without all the Darth Vader bullshit, you know. Um, as a, as a as a Jedi, as a, as a human, or well, not a human, but whatever you know they are. Um, yeah, and that was such a huge scene for me at the very very end, um, and and to see Hidden Christensen, and, and it's not done well either, the yeah, way they put him in there. It's, it's I will say that
2: my negative attitude is, is not a slight towards Hayden Christensen. Like not, no, in not, at, is, all. not at all. It is just, as you said, it's like, you grew up with this, you saw mm-hmm. this, like that's, you know, the actor, Sebastian Shaw, uh, that's Anakin. And then to like do the switcheroo, like it just, Ugh. it creates a level of cognizant, uh, excuse me, a cognitive dissonance that I like, I just can't, you know, I'm just like, what, what the fuck is this? The like, only no, thing you know. that
1: justifies it in my mind is that I, I have seen the original with, uh, the older Anakin, and I'm like, okay, cool. But in my mind, I'm like, okay, they did young Anakin because that's the Force Ghost Jedi Anakin. Right. Well, everyone I've, died as well, their Jedi. And I've self. heard that
0: argument before, <laughs> but 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 uh, you know, I mean, he redeemed himself at the end. You know, Darth Vader. You know, he 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 lived up to his destiny, which was to bring about balance to the Force, which was killing Palpatine. And uh, that was his ultimate arc. You know, that was when he became good again. And and that's what made uh, seeing him at the end as a force ghost so important, because it was like, no, 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 that's his redemption. That was his redemption. Well, I I think,
2: too, that. You know, it's it's like the Doctor Ian Malcolm, you know, uh, explanation. Like when it comes to restoring these movies and adding scenes and swapping characters, like nobody really thought about whether or not they should. they were right, just like, right, oh, right. we 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 can do this, so let's do this. And like, I, I'm I feel I feel supremely confident that you know, even Lucas, like looking back, I'm sure he's like, man, that. Fuck, that was a mistake. And I almost respect Lucasfilm, even, at this point, to, like, double down on their refusal to, to give us restored fucking original trilogy films because they're like, nope, nope, that's not the way George wanted it. Right. Because they're like, fuck, we know we're wrong, but God damn it, we're not uh, going to change God.
0: I know. And uh, it's like, it, it's so uh, blatantly cash grab and, like, well, here you go.
2: Yeah, no, no doubt it was it was a cash grab. I think that there were forces in play there that uh, were, the, the financial aspect of things, uh, the money machine, right. was definitely plowing onwards. And you know, sure. I mean. At this point, I'm sure I, I'm sure that a lot of people have have some regrets. But at the end of the day, they're probably living far more comfortably than I ever will. So I'm <laughs> sure they're like, "Fuck it, I can live with that."
0: Well, and, um, and even at that point, you know, there was no way that they were like, "Okay, so check this out. We're going to do these three prequels that next, and right. then after that, we're going to do three sequels." To yeah. the original, like the, the, even even with the special edition and all that extra shit that they were adding, there's no fucking way that they were thinking. You know what I mean? Like like yeah. again, it was it was like a Return of the Jedi situation where they're like, okay, uh, this is yeah, it. This is it. F- you know nice what I mean? Bow let's throw let's throw Hayden Christensen in there because this straight up, this is yeah, it. this is we're yeah. done, we're done. And and I know for a fact that after Rise of Skywalker, they're like, all right, man, this is it yeah for reals though this time like it's like poetry it rhymes this isn't it there's gonna be more like i know for sure there's gonna be more so yeah Yeah. what it is
2: your financial stake in this is at an end (laughs) right right.
0: that's what
2: is really happening exactly uh, but you know, fuck it. So, and yes, I will watch every single fucking Star Wars movie that is produced, made. I don't care. Like you I'll go into right. something have. like you. Damn owns right. Owns my wallet for everything. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, I, 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 Speaking of the end and, and the way that this film ends, uh, with the the funeral pyre for Vader and yeah. the the fireworks and the ships over Luke as he's as he's burning that armor. And just the the way that everybody is celebrating, and then you get like the the like the portrait the the portrait ending of the entire cast um, at the end like it's like it's it's broadcasting this is the end we're all together and it's ending on a great note. Mm-hmm. Um, I absolutely love the ending of Return of the Jedi because it does feel like a very theatrical ending to to a performance. Yeah. Um, you know, all the characters are there. Um, mm-hmm. the, ca- the cast is present. Yoda's there. Anakin's there. Obi-Wan is there. Um, and just the way that Luke gives the Force spirits that knowing look, you know, and uh, presumably nobody else can see them. But, uh, yeah, I just I think Return of the Jedi is a great film. I think what, what it lacks in story and, and uh, plot progression slash development, I think it makes up for that with heart. And uh, an extremely emotionally heavy story that uh, that just, it, it ends beautifully.
0: Yeah, I totally agree. Um, I mean, the fact, uh, you know, if you are a son or a father, you know what I mean? Like, you're going yeah. to relate to this and obviously you know if you're a father you're a son but uh but uh you know you're going to relate on that on that primal level where it's like yeah you know what all this shit's going down the empire is done the rebels have won uh uh, peace can can reign and that's all fine and good but also i'm kind of bummed that my dad had to die to to bring this about you know what i mean because i feel like we were just connecting on a real level you know at the very end there and um it's it's a somber ending but also super satisfying and um yeah just just all around um absolutely just just a great great way to end the the original trilogy for sure
2: adrian what are what are your final thoughts on return of the jedi
1: perfect ending to the original six movies um (laughs) i think that if they didn't do the disney trilogy that it would still be the perfect ending um yeah. yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It's, it's, Hell like, yeah. It's perfect. Like, I don't know what to yeah. like that yeah. from. Yeah, the Ewoks, some people have problems with them. But that scene from the end with uh, Luke saving his father to the end of the movie, it's just everything is perfectly wrapped up. Like, there's not really many, like, oh, there's unrelated plot holes and stuff like that. There right. might be if you go back and, like, look at certain things, but all the main stuff is just wrapped up and. We're all done.
2: Yep, I feel good about it. Well, guys, I I know that there's so much that we did not get to in this conversation. I've got like pages of notes that were more or less neglected, <laughs> but that's just all like stuff for for future conversations, or if we want to. Like if you know, Leia
1: knew that that was her brother, why'd she guess him? Yes, yeah. <laughs>
2: somehow I've always known. Yeah, uh, right? like, did you? Like, what? Did you? Well, we kind of in the last episode, the last Star Wars episode, we kind of went into that a little bit um, as far as the story goes, as far as the behind the scenes stuff goes and some of the stuff that was was photographed and filmed, (laughs) but not included in the movie. So so we do talk about that uh, a little bit. Um, The
1: Marty McFly. When I a kiss little, you, it's yeah. like kissing my brother. Yeah, literally.
2: <laughs> oh man, so it's uh yeah, it's it's a good time had by all when uh, whenever we get into into that that discussion <laughs> that discussion. Right, um, right. But uh, but yeah, I um, I think we can de- we definitely have a lot to, to talk about in, in future conversations. And I don't know what I'm gonna do after we we finish the sequel trilogy because obviously I want to talk more Star Wars, but. Uh, in the meantime, gentlemen, where can people find y'all on the socials? Because this is kind of a special thing, having uh, both, both of you guys on the show simultaneously, getting a little, you know, menage action going here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but you're also uh, you, you also work at the my comic shop of choice and the establishment that I like to frequent. So this is kind of a, a special occasion for me and I'd like for people to know uh, where they can find you guys uh, physically uh, as far as the store is concerned and on the social medias.
1: Yeah, so uh, as you probably heard at the beginning, uh, we work at Emerald City Comics. Uh, Frank is the comics merchant. He is in charge of all things comics. I am the games merchant. I'm in charge of all things games. Uh, You can find us on our Instagram and YouTube at Emerald City Comics. Uh, We post new comic videos every Tuesday night. Uh, Upcoming comics coming out, random craziness discussion,
0: just all around good time stuff. Yes, nerdy nerdy uh stuff for sure. Uh YouTube, Instagram. Every Tuesday uh night we will post up to inst- uh to YouTube uh Emerald City Comics. Yeah, nerdy uh comics, games, toys, collectibles, vintage, Star Wars, Marvel, Star Wars. DC, all that stuff. Hell yeah. Yeah. <laughs> when I uh, when I
2: first moved down here and I was doing some exploring, uh, when I first saw Emerald City, I was just like, "Holy fuck!" Like <laughs> I was like, "Thank God," because I, I I moved down here not knowing anybody, not knowing the area at all, and uh, so Emerald City very quickly became, um, you know, one of my favorite places. So very very glad that you guys exist and uh very very, We're very glad grateful. that you
0: exist to come yeah. and share the Star Wars love with us. Yeah, hell yeah, man.
2: Sweet. Well, I uh, I guess that's gonna that's gonna do it for this evening, guys. Thank you so much. I know we kind of ran over time a little bit and and didn't necessarily get to everything, but but you thank know. you very much for being here
0: with two of us you know what i mean it's it's double the double uh, trouble the input yeah exactly yeah <laughs> exactly. double
2: the input this is a double <laughs> ender after all yeah <laughs> all right guys well we'll talk to you soon take care be safe
0: all right man you too have a good one
2: i'd like to give out another thank you to both frank and adrian for taking time out of their evening to join me and I'd like to give a huge shout out to Emerald City Comics. That is my favorite comic shop, and you are going to find them in Clearwater, Florida. So if any of y'all happen to end up this way, or down this way, I should say, you simply must stop on by. In the meantime, y'all get ready for my next guest and me to tackle the Disney era. <laughs>